Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Now launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Hey guys, I just want to be clear. What? By discuss, he means we will read two lines from this story yeah. and then move on. Yeah. That's just so you know. Okay. What do you think it's going to be like first take? Well, you we said debate? we will discuss. No, we will not. Break we will... the salary cap for T. Higgins. <laughs> I don't care. Right? I want to talk about loose meat. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> And I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. This is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, bone. Hello, man. Oh, we got a big program today. It's uh, Yikes Monday. Oh, yeah. I have... I'm not going to spoil the surprise for you, okay? But I think I have some good yikes. Oh, nice. He, here's a here's a yikes, too. So, Timmy and I are going to start an endorsement for a new men's wellness clinic. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, today, we went in to meet the people, you know, say hello, shake some hands, very nice people, and we were going to go through the entire process. Mm-hmm. Where they take our blood, they check our levels. Do we need testosterone injections? All of that. You know, Timmy and I are odd people. We're also very secure with ourselves. We also wanted to save time. So I had suggested that instead of just us going in two separate rooms, we just go in the same room. Right. Just get the. For the consultation. The whole thing done right at once. Yes. And they were very confused by this. Mm hmm. To which point, the nurse practitioner who was there said, So let me get this straight. Are you guys a couple? No. Well, we're, just, we're just good friends who play ping pong and work together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we can do that. It's very unusual. Well, because you're discussing medical issues. You exactly can't, right. You can't really share that with other people. Well, I don't care. I have no secrets. He has no secrets with me. And in the interest of getting out of there quicker, we no. wanted to condense our time. No secrets? No, who Not cares? Not even one secret? What's the difference? Not even any secrets? Pull your pants down. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, because then they have to give you an injection? Well, I did. I did got, I get the injection in my, in my ace. Yeah. You know, he too got the injection in his ace. Boy, I, in yeah. separate rooms. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to condense time. I know. You just wanted to do this both. I just... Get it over with. Pants down. Both of you bent over, just looking at each I other, going, care. ready to what's do this? The, what's the difference? Right. And then it's just the nurse holding two different syringes and shooting you at the same time, or were two different doctors did you want doing that? You got two hands? Right. That's what I'm saying. Left hand, right hand. <laughs> How'd the injection go? Was it, was it fine? Was it fine? It's a, 
injection in your butt cheek. Right. How's it supposed to go? I don't know. She says, don't clench. Well, I just, I'm not going to clench. You're shooting something in my butt. I know how Timmy you know, gets around needles. He's a little, yeah. Doesn't like that. No, it didn't bother me. Okay, good. He's still complaining. Well, yeah. I know. My butt's tender. Put some weight on it. I got lots of padding in my ass. It's a shot. They didn't shoot you with a gun, did they? They just gave you a little needle prick maybe in your butt. Maybe he needed the extra dose. Oh, you're saying maybe he had super virile. Viral? Viral? Villy Saren? Bend over <laughs> and take shot in butt cracky. I, so, to be clear, yeah. So, Timmy, because I've also heard Timmy talking about getting the vasectomy. Which he has not gotten yet. Right, but so he's, is he trying to. He's terrified. <sighs> he's terrified of Lord. Terrified of. All right. I mean, again, granted, I guess I have a higher pain tolerance or what what have you. I don't know. I don't think I do. You're liver king. I don't think I do. I think I'm actually a big wuss. But it's also like, they, it's not like they walk in with a rusty pair of scissors and are like, let's go. When it comes to vasectomy, it's done the way it needs to be. They didn't do yours with garden shears no. like mine? No. They just, they numb you up. They take care of it. You're in there, out, out of there in less than an hour. I did need extra numbing. Well, yeah. I had a little bit of a problem. Well, what happened? Well, they numb me up, mm-hmm. and then you wait there for a little while. Yeah. And then the doctor comes in and makes casual small talk as yeah. he, you know, mutilates your sack. It's <laughs> not quite what he well, does. Well, that is sure. what he does. He's, no, he's he, cutting he's, open no, your sack and ripping out your insides. and Surgical dissection right. and mutilation. I, I'm just, I'm trying to be as clear as possible. Okay. I'm laying there naked from the waist down. You're like a Smurf. As he's mutilating my newt sack. No. Smurfs? Smurfs pants? Smurfs pants, right? They don't have pants. No? Right? I'm wrong. I can't remember. Anywho. So he's doing his little thing, and he's got like a little, I don't know, cattle prod tool? Okay. Where it gives you a little... What do you mean? He's I, I don't zapping know. you with uh, something? He's, he zapped me with well, he's, something. He's probably zapping to burn off the... Well, that's whatever he was doing. Doing some burn ends down I, there I, in the scrot. I kicked the nurse. You kicked... Because it hurt. You kicked the nurse. And he's like, oh, you can feel that, can't you? All right, let me give you another shot there. Okay. But see, here's the problem. Every time I go to the dentist, I go to the doctor, and I say, hey, my body reacts very strangely. To medication. Right. You know, caffeine, Novocaine, these things really don't work too well on me. I tend to feel things that most people do not feel. They always give me the same look. Oh, yeah, okay, well, don't worry, I'll give you lots. And, yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, it's, and I'm, it's hitting a nerve. Yeah, and you feel oh, it. Oh, you can feel that? Yes, and I warned you about it. Yeah, that's no fun. Just as much as you would give a normal man who may die, <laughs> give me a little less. Okay. Right up to that edge. And then right up to that off. edge. Yeah, see, I had when I got the vasectomy, I did have a moment where I'm like, I'm feeling a little bit of pressure. It wasn't pain. I could just feel something. He's like, well, that's because I haven't numbed that side yet. I'm still working on the other side. What you're feeling is that we're getting close to that side, but we're not over there yet. So when I get to that side, I will you know, fix that. And I said, oh, sorry. I Did he I, lecture you? No, 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 no. He was just like, well, that's expected. That's the way that's supposed to go. It's okay. He's just very no nonsense, which is what I, that's what I want in a urologist. I don't want happy, fun time urologist. I want a guy who's just like, well, you know the drill. Get the pants around the ankles. Let's go. Time for that check. Like I just, oh, were you like me? Because when I'm in these situations, I feel the need to do material. No, I, I know that I've, I've, I've talked to people who have had that feeling. I understand this is his job. This is the job he, this is the field of yeah, medicine just, he's chosen. I, I feel sorry 
for whoever's examining me. I don't feel sorry. So I I know that because you're a horrible person. No. But I feel sorry for whoever's looking at me, and so I feel the need to make them laugh. I just want to point out, I didn't like run into a Bank of America and pull my pants down and be like, look at this. Like I I, your outlook is much healthier than a doctor's office where that's all they look at all day. I was in a doctor's office in this doctor's office where I got my vasectomy done one time where I was in for the other check around uh you know in the backyard. Uh Uh-huh. And I and there, and the doctor brings in a med student who's like, yes, this is a person going into the medical field. She will be observing nice. because she is also going to become a urologist. Do you mind if she observes the procedure today? And I said, well, for the sake of science, I guess. You see a lot of lady urologists, do you? I've only seen one urologist in my life, and that's the one I have. I'm saying, no, I don't know. Maybe it's Maybe there's lots of lady urologists, women urologists. I don't know. But I know that in my office... I have a man urologist. It's not lady urologist. I didn't say it's urologist women's team. <laughs> That's right. That's correct. All I'm saying is I was I'm I didn't ask for that, yet I I obliged because of science. No, and because no, no. of the I had, job I had that we're the doing. material going today. No, she had me drop trial and I said, Well, I'm sorry I didn't wear my cute underwear for you today. Oh boy. And she she gave me a little chuckle on that sure. one. Never heard that before. You know, she said uh are you sexually active? I said, well, I've been married for 17 years, so no. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was a little, <laughs> I think she enjoyed her time you with me. You think so? Or do you think she's just like, oh, the same old answers to the same old questions I, I get I'm every just, I'm, bleeping I'm try- day. I'm trying to be nice and folksy. That's all. I'm trying to give them something. Do you have to? Because they got to put a needle in my hairy ass. But that's, again, that's the job they signed up to do. I, and, I and I'm not saying that you don't have to, if she's like, oh, this is unusual, then you could be like, oh, yeah, well, that's what this is, blah, 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 whatever. I'm just saying maybe maybe something freaks her out, freaks out a doctor, whatever you explain. I'm not saying you'd be rude and be like, what are you looking at? Like, you don't have to yell at them. I'm just saying, it's like, oh, hey, how's it doing? Oh, my arms are tired. I flew all the way in here from butt crack, you know, and it's like, you don't have to do that. You can just let them do their job. Speaking of butt crack, yeah. take a look at this. <laughs> right. I'm just saying you don't have to do material for the doctors. They know what they signed up for. All right. Sorry. Yeah, you should Sorry be. for being a human being. That's right. Like the lawn care guy comes over and you're like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Got in a little close today, huh? Take a little off the top. Like, do you do this with every person yes. that does jobs that are not yours? Yes. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. No, but I feel like when people are examining me, mm-hmm. I feel sorry. For, I don't want to examine myself. I know I look that. at myself in the mirror. I want to throw up. I am with you. Now, but- all of a sudden, some stranger's got to look at my bottom half. Yeah, but I fought his slippers some money. But they went to look cash. They went to look at gross bottom half school university. As a matter of fact, okay, you think they just get used to it? Yes. No, I don't. I don't think so. Well, they have to. That's their job. Is to. I mean, now, granted, maybe there are days where they walk out and they're like, "Holy bleep!" And they they go to like the urologist round table. (laughs) I don't know. Well, the one she was talking like you wouldn't believe this because I saw today. I made the joke. About, oh, I would have worn my pretty underwear if I knew you were going to look at my underwear. Right. And she said, like, you can't imagine oh, some of the underwear that I see. I'm quite sure. Yeah. With just visible skid marks and ah, ah, stinky, stinky. Speaking of ah. skid mark. Hey, look who walked he, in. He, Timmy took about nine hours in his room. We're all waiting on Tim. Well, they had to read him like a story and they had to do a little stuffed animal thing like, ooh, look over here. It was a fun day, wasn't it? It was a good day. We both got shot in the ace. You know what was fun, too, is that Timmy dressed up like he was a seven-year-old going to Easter Mass. (laughs) 
had khakis on. Did you really? I did, I did not have khakis on. I did. Bone, I wore a nice shirt and pants because we were going out there on a sales call, basically. It's not what? a sales call. They signed up for us well, already. They, they did, but this was sort of like getting to know the business. You're meeting the parents. We're meeting them. We're meeting right. them for the first time. Yeah, I see. You're meeting we're going to try to figure out how we can do the best work for them. This That's is the first time about. you're meeting so, them. So you're telling me that if you showed up to this thing wearing jeans, they would have just ushered you out. Look at this guy. Get out of here. You know what, though? Because they're going to see how dressed down we are when we keep going back for these shots. Because I'll be in a tracksuit. I'll be in something that's easy to slip. Oh, like this? Oh, no. Quick Why little do slip down. Why'd you do that? Now, did you... <laughs> this is not like a naughty thing that you're doing. You're just going in for a medical procedure. Did like, you feel the oh, need... have I been a bad boy? Let me make... put my pants down. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you German, too? I don't oh, know. Have I been a bad boy? <laughs> right. Uh, which side would you like to book today? Right. Did you also make awkward conversation when they were doing this to you yeah, like I did? Yeah, a little bit. Right. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. What'd I you say? I feel sorry. You. I said, oh, I would have worn my pretty underwear if I knew you were going to look oh, down the there. Pretty, and, the pretty underwear. Yeah. I said, I, I left my thong at home today. <laughs> See? What is, what is wrong line. with you two? Why? Thank you. Just, you can just Perfect. literally go in there and say, hi, how you doing? No. Well, no. what do you need me to do? All right. Bend over. All right. Ryan Day is going to fight the butt chin. Details next. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for, for debris in the right center lane on eastbound 70 on the east side at Livingston Avenue and a bit of slow traffic downtown on westbound 70 near the 71 east and west split. This report is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Switch to First Service Federal Credit Union where savings speaks louder than words. Unlock exclusive member privileges and enjoy service that always puts you first. For special offers, visit firstcu.com. First Service FCU. Own it. I'm Nicole for 97.1. The fan traffic. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Droopy Sack and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Yikes Monday. All right. So it's happening. Bill O'Brien named new Buckeye offensive coordinator. He's going to come in. He's going to take the offense away from Ryan Day, at least the play-calling duties, on game day away from Ryan Day so that Ryan Day can focus on being more of a big-picture coach. So you go out and you get a guy with tons of experience, been a head coach at a Big Ten school, Penn State, been a head coach in the NFL, offensive coordinator at Alabama and New England, and now he comes in to be your offensive coordinator, and he lasts on the job about five minutes. <laughs> because now he is leaving to become the new head coach at Boston College. Yeah, so he is a Boston native. It has been pointed out his son Jack has a rare brain condition where he's received treatment in the Boston area. And that's all well and good. Boston College obviously is offering a head coaching job, being the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. I still think probably is a slightly bigger job than that. But you know what? Jeff Hapley took that Boston College job after being a coordinator here. He left to go do that. Now he's on his way to the NFL, but yeah, I, I don't know. I am, I am someone, I think if you're, if you believed when this happened, Bill O'Brien was the wrong hire and you were really mad about that. then today you're like, good, doesn't matter. We didn't need him. But I think a lot of Buckeye fans, at least this one, I certainly did looked at it and said, 
It's a guy who's had a lot of NFL experience. You are not asking him to run your team as a head coach. I wouldn't have supported that. You're not technically even asking him to just completely run your offense. He's not going to be. He's going to be running the offense on game day. Well, he was. He's not. Yes. Not he's not going to be designing your offense. This yeah. will still be Ryan Day's offense. Anybody who comes in here, it's going to be Ryan Day's offense. Well, that I mean, that's kind of the thing I go to now is there's obviously the huge story of you just took this job and then you weren't even here. But what? A few a few days? I don't even know if he came into a town. A couple weeks. Right. I'm saying I don't know how much he was here or whatever, but then you're obviously very quickly going on to taking this Boston College job. Jonathan Quick says, that was fast, right? Remember the former Jackets goaltender for a that's hot right. second? My guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. that's So we'll have the Bill O'Brien era of, uh, we can make all those jokes, but the reality is now you have the same kind of situation you already had with your offensive coordinator role, right? Now that's in flux again. So I I wonder what happens here. Because you have a spot open now. Or are you going to go out and try to poach someone? You have to. Uh, you know, Ryan Day is approaching this offseason like he's got one year left to coach the Ohio State Buckeyes. And if he doesn't do what he hasn't done the last few years, he has one year left to coach the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I think if he's going to put out the best product that he possibly can, he's going to have to have someone he respects come in and take some of the load off of the offensive play calling on him. I think that you're right that he ha- he should do that and has to do that. Let me ask you this. if I don't know, I don't know to what level he felt this way, right? But what if Ryan Day was kind of like, I know I should do it. I know it's the right thing, but I don't really want to do this. But he goes through with it. He hires someone. He gets some flack for it. He hires Bill O'Brien. And then a few weeks later, Bill O'Brien's like, yeah, peace out, homie. I'm, I'm done. And leaves. Is that like how I am sometimes when I'm like trying to like, I'm going to eat healthy today. I'm going to do the right thing. And then someone brings donuts in. And you're like, bah, days ro-. like, does he go back to his old habit and say, never mind. I'll just call the place. You know, like if he didn't really want to do this to begin with, does he let that blow know, up the plane? I mean, uh, look, we're not in there every single day. We don't know what the hell's going on from a you know, relationship dynamic standpoint. Brian Hartline got this promotion because Brian Hartline was really good at recruiting. And I think Ryan Day probably had good intentions, which is I'll, I'll bring this guy along in the spring. And then by the time the season rolls around, he'll be in charge of play calling. You're talking and about I, last year with last Brian year. Hartline. Yeah, and, right. I, and I won't have to worry about that as much. And maybe it's Ryan Day not letting go. Maybe it's Brian Hartline not being able to grasp what Ryan Day thought he would be able to grasp in that amount of time? I don't know. I think his intentions were good. I think his intentions were to not call plays. And then he realized last year, whether he was right or wrong, I have to. But now all of a sudden you bring in an older guy, a guy with experience, a guy who's been a head coach before. It's easier to let go and let him do it than a guy who's never done it before. Whoever he brings in for this job is going to have to be a head coach from somewhere else. Well, that's and that's what I'm saying is how do you get that guy now? Money. Yeah, money, but it's also like the every I'm saying this sucks from the standpoint of you already had a plan, probably took Ryan Day a little well, of bit of time to sucks. get his mind around it. I wonder it. what that phone call was like. Oh, I can't imagine. You know, Ryan Day strikes me as a very diplomatic type of guy, but when he gets that call, I bet you he had some words. You oh, know, I, sure. I I put my ass out there for you. I I need this. This I told you how desperate I was when we hired you. Okay, I told you that it would 
almost looked like a slap in the face to my guy who was already here working as the offensive coordinator last year. But I was willing to take that risk because I thought so highly of you. And now two weeks later, you're going to turn around and leave? Well, and if I'm, again, trying to think about the interpersonal dynamics, maybe none of this exists, right? Maybe everybody's just coasting through going, ah, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Do what you got to do. All right. Maybe. But I could understand if he goes to Brian Harley and says, hey, uh, I, I do have value. I do think you can help with the offensive game plan. I do see you coming along as someone who could definitely call plays in the future. However, I got a chance to bring in Bill O'Brien, guy who's coached at the NFL level. He's developed quarterbacks. He's run offenses. This guy's done it all. He's He's been around the block. What better guy for you to learn from? I want you to eventually become our offensive coordinator. But right now, Bill's going to be here a few years. You know he's probably going to take another job. You can learn from him, and then maybe by that time is over, I wouldn't do this just for anybody, but it's Bill O'Brien, and I can bring him in. And maybe Hartline's like, yeah, you know what? I'm a little frustrated by it, but okay, you sold me. Now that's all blown up, and he's got to start over saying, hey, I wouldn't do this to you, but there's another guy, right? Like, at what point does Brian Hartline get a little fed up with that? I don't know. Maybe there's none of this drama. I'm just telling you, I could see how people who work together, who maybe Brian Hartline looks at and says, I should be able to call the plays. Why was I not picked for that? Maybe this was the answer was Ryan Day said, well, look who I got. I got Bill O'Brien. Now you got to start over with that. Uh, Buckeye women beat Indiana, remain at the top of the Big Ten standings this weekend. So that's good news. It was good performance. They, uh, you know, halftime, it was a little little close. But that's all right. They don't start playing until the third quarter. It's top 10 team. And then that third quarter, man, they put their foot down and went. And I'll tell you again, it's Cody McMahon, J.C. Sheldon, those two. Uh, Cody ended up falling out in the game, but... I mean, she was a force while she was in there for most of it, and then JC hit some big shots down the stretch. It, they, those two have really got it going right now, and they had some injuries during this game. There's some people out, and they still were able to play a top ten team and beat them and neutralize their best player, who was a you know one of the better players in the Big Ten. If it wasn't for Caitlin Clark, you'd probably hear a lot more about her. Uh, and that's that's just something that I'm not sure why uh, other teams are were in the past able to get a little bit more on Ohio State inside because they neutralized one of their best players, Mackenzie, whose last name I'm forgetting. But she's you know, one of the bigger players in the Big Ten, and they just pretty much shut her down. I think she had 10 points yesterday. I don't know why she doesn't get more attention. Mackenzie, what's her name? Yeah. I got her poster on my wall. Mm-hmm. That's right. I um, didn't say that. I'm just telling you she's good. I know. Good. I get it. Sure. Buckeye men lose a close one at Iowa on Friday night. That's 15 straight losses on the road. Look, the Buckeyes, Iowa sucks, too. That's not a good team. The Buckeyes are that team right now where you know they're going to do something to lose the game. Yeah. You know, they play a close game, uh, end of that second half, under a minute left to go. You got the ball with a chance to either tie or take the lead. I forget the score. Felix takes the ball, double dribble. Yeah. How long? And it was. It was, it was a clear it, double dribble. It wasn't dribble. like, oh, how dare they call that in that moment? They had to call it. Yeah. It, it's. It's very rare that you see someone get a double dribble. Double dribble. No, and I'm not trying to single him out because the the whole team is just single him out. No, because but, he doesn't know what goaltending is. He well, got called for another one of those, become, and apparently doesn't know what double dribble is. I've become very accustomed to the every game there's a Felix Akpara goaltend where everyone is shocked on the court. Uh-huh. And, and it hits the backboard yeah. first. Dope. <laughs> you can't touch it. But again, he's. He's not the entire issue here. There's I lots of that, issues on this team. But I'm going to focus on him. No, I'm everybody's I'm gonna, an issue. I'm again, the I'm going to focus an issue. I'm going to focus on the coach who can't get players past 
like the first thing that they do when they come here, that's what they're going to do the rest of their time. They're going to be like a one note player in college, even if they were great in high school, because that's just how it goes here at Ohio State. Fat boy food tip coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got a couple of slow spots to be aware of. One on eastbound 70 downtown between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. And another slow spot on northbound 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $104 on select sets of four Nokian tires at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member, not a problem. Everyone can save $104 on Nokian tires through February 17th at AAA Car Care Plus locations. See store for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Do it. Tell your friends. We're going to have a special little thing um, just for people who recommend this show to a friend. Yeah? Yeah. What's that? You and I discussed it. Oh, that thing. Th- yes. That thing. That thing we, that's we not out there yet. Yes. Yeah. No, we can't talk about it. Yeah. But I. But we're going to have a thing. We're going to have a thing. We're going to have a thing. All right. Uh, Bill O'Brien, if you're just tuning in, Bill O'Brien who's been offensive coordinator here at Ohio State for, like, nine days. Yeah. So, such an ingrained coordinator, he probably never even learned the playbook. No. (laughs) Nine days. Uh, He's leaving to be the new head coach at Boston College. Yeah. We're going to be sad to see you go, Bill O'Brien. I was looking forward to you and your butt chin calling plays on that Buckeye sideline. And now we'll have to deal with, I don't know, whoever Ryan Day digs up. Yeah. Literally. I'm trying to think. Like maybe, who's an old guy? An old guy? Yeah, who can just come in like a grizzled veteran and take play calling. Because Ryan Day is going to have to have an older guy to come in that he respects. I don't know. He doesn't want to hand off responsibility to a young buck. Man, I'm trying to think of old coordinators here off the top of my head. I mean, I don't know. You could go. I'm trying to think of why am I blanking on Because I was going to say like Wade Phillips, but he's defense. He's defense. Right. Rex Ryan. How about this? We defense. talked about him the other day. We were surprised at how young he actually is. Norv Turner. There you go. Norv. Call him. Bring in Norv. Yeah, let's go. By the way, if if it's not going to happen. But if Ryan Day came out tomorrow and said, hey, guys, we've settled on Norv Turner, I'd be excited. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, is I, I don't know if that would be great because then it's like Norv's going to want to run his offense, and I could see it being more of a thing where Ryan's like, hey, we're going to run my you know offense. What? You're going to help me call that. Can I tell that. you something? Let him. Yeah? Yeah. Norv walks in. Norv never had a problem as an offensive coordinator. Norm's problem was at a head coach. Well, right. That's you true. You bring him in to run your offense, you're gravy, or it's gravy, or Gravy on top. What you know if, what I mean. What if he were to do a thing where he's like, you know what? I've really admired this guy from afar, and I know he just took a job, but why don't I call up a guy who helped the Buckeyes to a national championship at one point on the field, not for the team? Who? Ken Dorsey. Said, hey, yeah. come on down. Coordinated in the NFL. Yeah. Why don't you come down here and coordinate? There you go. 
First of all, who says you can't grab a guy like that? Well, you could. I'm just yeah. saying. But he just took another job. Okay, what's the difference? Well, Bill O'Brien just took a job. I know. That doesn't mean anything. So you go out and steal somebody else's guy. Yeah, but then there's as, money there. Then as a Browns fan, now I'm conflicted because now I got I got two influx positions now all of a sudden. Where I trade one for the other. I don't know how I feel about that. Go get uh, Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> That's right. Alex, Alex Van, Van Pelt. Pelt. Yeah. Get him. That's right. You could. Who else do we, do we go? Maybe we go with... Well, I, I've been, Carroll I've been was saying, a defensive coordinator, so that doesn't work. I've been saying he's not an old guy, and obviously he doesn't have the experience yet, but uh, Kenny Guyton was calling plays in the SEC this yeah, year. And, but again, you need an older guy. I know. If you don't I trust know. Hartline, you're not going to trust Kenny G. Probably it's not. make or break a year. Probably not. You're right. you got to have someone who's, who's done it at a high level for a long time. Teddy, what do you think? Who could we call? How about Hugh Jackson? What's he? Yeah, he went. There you go. He's supposed to be a uh, jump with the Raiders, a Raiders, Raiders assistant or something. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I, don't, I don't want Hugh. No, I don't like him. You don't. You don't think Hugh Jackson's a good offensive no. quarterback? That's what shocking. The hell with him. What? That's shocking. I'm, I don't want. I'm him. so surprised. It's a hot take. All right, we're gonna put our heads together. Fat boy food tip. Yes. Hey, I was at the Mickey D's today. Because I got a testosterone injection in my ass, and I figured that the next best thing would be to fill my arteries with some cholesterol. Why not? So I went out, and I happened to notice that uh, the particular McDonald's I was at had some special treats available. Okay. So I went online to see if this was just a rogue McDonald's, or they're available everywhere, and they are available everywhere. McDonald's head start on the Shamrock Shake and the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. Oh, they're back Starting now. today. They're back Oh, my. Fat boy food tip. Oh, my. I wish I'd have known that. I would have got one like it before the show. Well, the good news is, I assume they're going to be around till after St. Patrick's well, Day. Well, let's hope so. We got some time, baby. Now, and then after that, right into Grimace Shake. That's what we got to get the Grimace Shake back. We got to do that. What is the Grimace Shake? I don't know. It was purple. It was just a purple did shake. You, did you have it? No, I tried to get one. I couldn't get one. It was out before I... Uh, What's the flavoring, though? Like a I, grape? I, it's purple. I don't know what the flavor. What I don't mean? remember. It's purple. I don't know what the flavor Egg, was. Eggplants are purple. I guess it, it was, was like grape. Berry or was it berry? Okay. Berry I never flavor. had yeah. it. It was a big thing, though. People were going crazy for it. The Grimace Shake was getting people killed. <laughs> had to get careful. <laughs> getting people yeah, killed. People were just like wearing a starter jacket no, in 1994. They, that was a trend. You'd sip the shake and be like, I don't see what the big deal is. Then it would cut to like you and like a zombie apocalypse. It was, yeah. People were going crazy with it online, making these funny videos. Also, Mike, I have a fat boy food mystery from one of our listeners. Okay. Urban's Little Myers says, my guys. I got bronchitis. Says, I'm trying to recall a sugary snack from the 90s that randomly came to mind. Now, full disclosure, I try to think about this. I am not aware what he's talking about, but I figure we got listeners okay. that could help us out. So the best way I can describe this, this snack is they were like oatmeal, or I'm sorry, Quaker oat squares, but filled with a sugary dry cream. Now, I've never heard those three words put together. A sugary, sugary dry cream. Dry, this is a cereal? Inside an oat, a Quaker oat square sized thing. I would guess that must be. Is it a snack or a cereal? You know what? I don't remember what cereal was. I do vaguely remember there being a picture on a box of there being like a, a brown square like that size. And then one of the squares is broken open. You can see there's some white cream in there, but I never had it. And I don't remember what. I don't remember what cereal I don't, that I don't was. recall it. Well, if you do, you can tweet us at manandbo971. Let us know. Or text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. I like that. Fat boy food mystery. Occasionally, we're going to have that. Someone just brings up something that you know we're not aware of. I just want to point something out, and then I'm going to move on, not talk about it, because nobody cares but me. Okay. 
the Royals have signed Bobby Witt Jr. Now, if you're saying, who is Bobby Witt Jr.? He sounds like he comes from a historic wrestling family. No, That's right. he is a young shortstop for the Kansas City Royals. They have agreed on a contract extension with him. He's played two seasons in Major League Baseball. 11 years, $288 million. Could go up to as long as 14 years and like $350 million, I think is the, the number, if yeah. it goes up that long. But minimum, 11 years, $288 million. The Kansas City Royals have done this. I would just like to point out to you, as a long-suffering Chicago White Sox fan, the largest contract the White Sox have ever signed anyone to is $75 million. This is market number three. This is an owner that falls ass backwards into city-owned stadiums and has to pay nothing for them. He's about to do it again. And the largest contract they've ever spent money on is Andrew Benatendi at $75 million. That is I just want you to think about that for a second. When you say, why is Common Man sound so angry all the time? (laughs) That's why. Well, also maybe if you're like, I thought Common Man liked baseball. Why doesn't he talk as much baseball as he used to? That's why. Because his team is wildly depressing to him. And so it's turned you off the whole sport. All right. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out to you. I'm not going to talk anymore about it. The end. All right, well, I had like two more hours no, penciled in for that. I don't so. want to do that. Okay. I'm going to talk about hot women, though, coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Oh, look at you. Oh, man. <laughs> hot. How <laughs> oh, man. Hot. I have mercy. <laughs> That's what you sound like you were we'll doing. We'll do that. all-star game crap next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for a disabled truck on the right shoulder of southbound 71 on the north side just after Weber Road. And you'll hit a couple minute delay on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard, their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. The only thing scarier than Bones and Allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. If you miss the show, or it's just so good, you have to listen to it again. Subscribe to the podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is... What would I have in my... Hmm? I have some stuff coming on my shirt. What do you have in your shirt? What is happening? Gauze. You have gauze. Just have gauze. Well, because I got blood taken today, and it's just... Falling out of my... Would the, you like some bloody gauze? No, why, why? The podcast is brought to you by our friends Care Heating and Cooling. I'm sorry, I just looked down and I had bloody gauze coming mm-hmm. out of my... That's great. ...shirt. Glad you threw it all they over the desk. blood from me today. Why did you wipe it on the microphone? That was, oh, that yeah. was unnecessary. This, this studio is so clean. Just toenail <laughs> clippings and used Kleenexes around here. Yeah, I know, but I don't expect you to add to the gross. There's I already enough gross. There's enough gross I'm around here. I'm going to wipe it up. It's Good. Yikes Monday. Um, All-Star stuff this weekend. Pro Bowl was this weekend, or what is the Pro Bowl now? NHL All-Star game over the weekend. I did not watch a second of either of them. And now Bone will break it down for you. Uh, no, I won't. Because Well, here's what I can tell you. Uh, the All-Star game for hockey. I know Boone Jenner scored a goal. I don't know who he is. 
Oh yeah, right. I forgot. I don't know who he is. Well, I just I just brought up Boone Jenner. I didn't say what he does. I know what he does. I I didn't bring up the team he plays for, did I? I just said Boone Jenner, a hockey man. Does he play for the Cincinnati team that's coming? Uh, I, again, Can we talk about that? Or does that violate? I mean, I think the we rules? should let's let's have a five minute moratorium on. We can mention that hockey team down the street for a minute, and then we'll be back to they don't exist for right, the next do, five days. Do you think it's an accident that Gary Bettman in his you know state of the league press conference at the All Star Game this weekend? Just casually threw out there, hey, you know, I've had uh, somebody reach out about a team in Cincinnati. That was interesting. And then, you know, the local mayor down there says, news to me. I'm sure it is news <laughs> to you because you know who Gary Bettman's talking to? Not not the mayor. Not, hit, not the mayor. No. Some billionaire who wants to pay some ridiculous fee to have a team down yeah. there. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I also saw, oh, Mike Priest is calling the commissioner to try and get explanation as to what he's talking about. I'll tell you what he's talking about. There's a lot of people who live in this damn state. Well, right, right, I mean, and, and it's you have a non-competitive hockey team. He's looking for something, maybe to kick the jackets in the ass. Well, the other part of that is, if you put a team in Cincinnati, I'm quite sure you could draw from, say, Indianapolis. You could draw from Lexington. You could draw from some other areas around there that don't really have a team that aren't necessarily close to what would be the next closest team to Cincinnati would be other than the jackets, Nashville, Nashville. So I'm saying. There's a decent amount of area there where hockey continues to grow in popularity. If there is a big demand for it in Cincinnati, I wouldn't be surprised if the NHL looks to the success of other sports to gauge whether or not that's a good market. You know, they're a pro sports market. You know, they've had pro sports for as long as there've been pro sports. See the Cincinnati Reds, but they also probably take a look at things like FC Cincinnati and say, well, that's gone like gangbusters down there. That's done pretty well, just like they did when they saw that the crew were a team here, and they said, hey, they can support pro sports. Maybe we should put a hockey team there after all. It made Columbus a more attractive market. So I, I'm saying it wouldn't surprise me if they thought Ohio could support two teams, but it also would not surprise me that Gary Bettman said this, and he gave no indication to the Jackets front office ownership anything, because he's probably sitting there thinking, because why do I have they to talk to you? barely exist. That's well, why. Yeah. As much as I'd like to rip Gary Bettman, and we have, Gary Bettman does not ever acknowledge this market. They he doesn't have to. Basically pretends he? like it doesn't exist. Well, you would think that at least on some level he would say, I acknowledge the fans there are strong. There is a lot of fan support there. However, the ownership and what they put on the ice is abysmal most years, and that sucks. I, Here, I Here's the conversation they should be having. Mike Priest shouldn't be calling uh, Gary Bettman to get clarification. Right. He should be calling Gary Bettman to say, hey, uh, what's the name of the billionaire guy you're talking to? Yeah, can we can we sell the franchise to he or she? Well, Priest, that's this is your fundamental issue here, man. This is what sucks. You've got the guy that owns the team saying, I don't know anything about hockey. I don't really care about it. I'll let Mike Priest run everything. Mike Priest is an idiot. Mike Priest doesn't know anything. Exactly. So what does Mike Priest do? If anything, he probably calls up Yarmo and JD and is like, they're making fun of us all around the league for our moves. Why are they being so mean? And Yarmo and JD are the ones who have to talk him off the ledge and be like, nah, don't worry. We know what we're doing. They're they're just stupid. They don't get it. And then Mike Priest is like, okay, thanks. I'm going to go back to sucking my thumb, you know, and that's it. And then who who among there? Where's the accountability? Where is the person who steps up and says, guys, this is not good enough? I don't know. 
Does Mike Priest have enough of a capacity when it comes to hockey to say, yeah, I don't think this is good, Here's and I trust that I know more than Yarmo and JD on this? The accountability should be personal pride, the desire to win, and all all of that. But let's well, that went let's out the door toss 20 that years out the ago. window, okay? Right. Now the accountability is there's at least one really, really rich dude who's 90 minutes away that wants to put a franchise there to compete against you. I, you know, for what? local eyeballs. I got to say, if, so it would actually, go. if it would actually get the ownership group here in town, like I saw Jackets fans freaking out about this. This is the best thing that could happen to you. The best thing. Because then it might actually wake up your dormant owner Absolutely. from his hibernation Absolutely. to say, maybe I should do something to keep the fans and not just assume they'll roll into this place no matter what happens because it's the only hockey within a three hour drive. Maybe that actually would help. Competition or the threat of competition is yeah. a good thing if you know what you're doing. Now, I would hope that Priest, ownership, whoever, again, it's Priest, because, again, the fact that Mike Priest would be the one making this call and not the owner of the team is another problem. But I would hope that Mike Priest calls up Gary Bettman and screams at him or his version of it and says, you're not seriously considering this, are you? And Gary Bettman could say, oh, oh, come on. No, I'm just saying I've had some interest and we have lots of people who are interested. This is a popular league. But don't worry, the jackets are safe. and blah, blah. Like, I, They can do all that. And then Priest, after that call, should hang up and then go scream at Yarmo and JD and figure out what to do about fixing this team. But yeah, that's, I, none, can, none, I can tell you two things. None of that's happening. Don't let the same two dummies run your trade deadline. Ah, but anyway, okay. is right, that, is that's that, enough. You know what? We're done. All right, you're We're right. done. <sighs> it's five minutes. You're right. We're done. You're right. They don't play this week. I'm not talking about them until next Monday. That's it. All right. Finish. There you go. All right, coming up next, I did something this weekend I haven't done in like 25 years. And I'm going to talk your ear off about it. It involves, you know, delicious-looking women. <laughs> okay. That's my tease to you. All right. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should watch out for an accident on DeMorest Road, north of Climb Road, and some slow-moving traffic on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and have you back on the road before you can count all the change in your center console. Cha-ching, baby. Just sit back and relax while their fast, friendly team does all the work. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Yikes Monday. Oh, yeah. Yikes Monday. Oh, yeah. Yikes Monday. Oh, yeah. I did something that I haven't done in maybe 25 years. All right. What's that? Watch the Grammys. Really? Yep. I'm surprised you watched. Well, I watch for the old people. Well, Billy Joel, Billy I know, Joel was, was going to be on. He's my guy. They of course closed the show with him. Yeah, he's saying two songs, right? Because he's saying the new one. No, no, just one. No, he's saying two. What do you he, mean? No, he's saying the new one. He did that whole thing. Then they went and did other things. Then they came back to him. They at did. The end. Yeah. I turned the TV off. You didn't know he. I ca- thought he it closed, was done. You said he closed the show out. He did the Billy Joel thing. No. Then, I, then, then Celine Dion walked yes, out. Yes, I and, saw that. And, and then, then, and then, then Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift won. And then they, then they played. And I thought that was 
announced the last award of the night, and I turned the TV off. Then he started singing again. I didn't know they did that. When you said they closed the show out. What song did he sing? You're asking me? I don't know. It's not a song. (laughs) I'm surprised it's not. And on the album cover of You're Asking Me is him looking up the camera going, I don't know, with a shruggy look. Don't ask me why. Is that is a that song? As close as, yes, okay. that is a song. Okay, bye. Teddy, what, no, did, what did he do for the I have encore? No idea. I have no idea what the song I had no was. idea he did it. Now I'm so depressed. Yeah, he sang, he sang twice because I, I thought I was like, oh, they're bringing him back out here. I believe it was You May Be Right. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's the best live. Is it? Oh, I love it. He closed okay. the show with that. Oh, well, see, that's why he did it at the end. Oh, yeah, he debuted the, what, turn the lights yeah, back on. Yes, I, yeah. I thought he was only doing that. So I I did not watch most of this, but my wife watches it every year. I was out at an open gym. My buddy Peter and I went and played an open gym. A bunch of other dudes in Marysville were just rocking it out there for a few hours on a, a Sunday night, trying not to get hurt. I come back in, and this is what is on the TV in our bedroom as I walk in to like grab a shower and hit the sack. So as I'm walking in and out, I see some of the things that happened that we're about to talk about. But I did specifically go, oh, yeah, Billy Joel. I forgot. Mike said he was going to sing on this. So I did catch him singing uh, Turn the Lights Out or Turn the Lights On or Turn the Lights Back On. Yeah, right. And so then that I was like, oh, that's cool, Billy Joel. And then I saw I Celine had, Dion. I, no I said, I didn't even know she was came back to him. good for Celine Dion to be there. Well, because and then, the thing said it ended at 1130. So I'm looking at the guide and it's like, well, this is the last award of the night. Yeah. Taylor Swift wins. TV off, go to bed. Oh, you should. You literally missed it by seconds. Teddy, did I, you did you watch it, Teddy? No, not oh, a that's second. Right. That's right, Ted. I knew Ted. I had faith in you. I didn't turn it on. It just was on, and I was laying in bed, right, and it anyway, was on. I'm, I'm super depressed. Now. I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't because I, I sat through the whole thing just to watch Billy Joel. But I did enjoy certain aspects of it. Um, yeah. first of all, I liked the Joni Mitchell. I like the old people stuff. Sure, Joni but, Mitchell was good. Um, Annie Lennox was weird. She always is. Well, I thought that was her thing, right? She's just weird. Yes. Yeah. But I enjoy her. I enjoyed Stevie Wonder too, because they were doing the little songs with the remember the dead people from the year. Ah, yes, the in memoriam. The in memoriam. Right. right. And I was sure. thinking to myself, like, what would happen? The the ultimate way to die is if Stevie Wonder and Annie Lennox died while singing, singing the in memoriam. Yes. And That's then, the ultimate flex. And then Michael Bublé, high on shrooms, just walks out and <laughs> picks up where they left off. And then it's just like, and then the video slide has them on it at the end. That's, That's right. Great. That's right. But uh, I loved the Tracy Chapman thing. Oh, yeah. I'm, because I'm watching this. I don't, I don't really like country music. Who's the big hillbilly? Who uh, Luke Holmes. Luke Holmes. Him too. So they're setting this up. He's going to do the fast car, the Tracy Chapman song, the cover. And then she starts it off. And she's just great. Yeah. She's fantastic. That is a great album. Um, she doesn't perform really anymore. She hasn't performed in 15 years. Well, it wasn't the last thing she did, if I'm not mistaken, or one of the few things she's done recently was Letterman's final show. I think she made an appearance. I think on you're that, right. I think you're right. Per his request. He had asked, you know, when they when when these big time late night hosts go out, they kind of their last week, they get all their favorite celebrity guests and all that stuff and I think she was one of the ones Letterman asked to come back one last time. Anyway, she she was great. Uh, the guy that she was with, Luke Combs, did a fantastic job. I did enjoy some of the performances. I wouldn't go out and buy the music, but I enjoyed it. Miley Cyrus looked like Sigourney Weaver in the end stages of Ghostbusters. 
<laughs> where she's sort of possessed with the hair all yeah she really up i mean it, it did look like I, I grew up in churches where that was the predominant hairstyle for much of my childhood so i felt right a lot of hairspray i i did feel like i was about to go to sunday school or something i, I will say this though and i i was actually texting with maddie ice about this because maddie ice is my window to pop culture he's younger than me he's hipper than me he's single He's also I mean, black, which I am not. Okay, the last two parts of that you could not use for me, but everything else applies to you me, n- too. No, you could, uh, you're not. Younger than all, you, hipper than you. You're 40 years old. I'm younger than you. 41. Still younger than you. You're two years younger than me. <laughs> younger than you, hipper than you, clearly. No, no. Clearly. You're not single and out there like Maddie is. No, I didn't you're say I said, kids. Playing. I said other than single and black. No, those two don't apply. Just to clarify. Well, single, we can do something about it. Black, I don't, I don't think so. That's we, can, fine. we can do a lot of stuff. I know man. my limitations. That's fine. I we just can say, get implants. We can change genders. Whatever you want to do. I'm just saying. No, that's races I'm, though. I don't think so. I'm I'm here. I'm fine. I'm just telling you. I could help you a little bit with this. I know some of the people All that you're right. not well, familiar anyway, with. So I'm texting Maddie, and I'm just the talent that's on display. Mm. Like, look, back when I was banging, Madonna was a sex symbol. Okay. Yeah. They go look at Madonna. Look at her. She's so hot. All the Dennis Rodman wants to get with Madonna. Everyone wants to get with Madonna. Right. Madonna would be the cleaning woman. Oh, with yeah. all these women, like these women didn't exist thirty years ago. Oh my God! And I don't know who the hell I'm even looking at. For this, for a long time, they kept talking about Halle Berry. I'm like, who the hell's Halle? Why is Halle Berry here? Is she singing songs? It's Haley Bailey, not Halle Berry. <laughs> And then I get a look at her, and she's fantastic. Yeah, right. Dua Lipa. I am so shocked that you, like you and Tim, when I said Dua Lipa, Dua whatever Lipa, that was Dua on Lipa, the show. Whatever the hell your name I is. I said Dua Lipa a few years ago. Oh, my God. And you guys were like, what is a Dua Lipa? I didn't know Where her. And you know what? I saw a still picture of her before last night, but last night was really the first time I saw her in the flesh. I told you. She's there, and she's got the hair, and she's singing the song, and she's so damn talented, and I just want to yes. just touch her she's so <laughs> okay. wonderful looking again the, uh, <laughs> she's like a she's like a drawing these are not real people i just want people to know he also feels this way about john bon jovi fine so just, i want to touch him too I, yes. billy joel i wanted to rub oil on his bald head last night <laughs> dude i got a photo of dua lipa for oh the commercial God. break for you what, what just, is she she's something uh ethnicity wise i, I want to say uh maybe from lebanon and and british i think right. something to that effect i also was was enthralled by Tyla. Are you familiar with Tyla? I Tyler? am familiar with Tyla. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. She's in like some genie outfit and she, she's just flawless. flawless. It's like if you were to sketch a woman. Flawless. She, <laughs> and then I, they're showing the video of her where she's like pouring water on herself. Oh yeah. The song yeah, is called of, Water mm-hmm. and she's from South Africa. And then of course I got to read about her. So she's 22 years old. Mm-hmm. She's from South Africa. She's got Irish ancestry and Indian ancestry, and they got together and they had Tyla. There are some people in this world, all right, ass backwards thinking people, right, that think that people who have the same color skin should only mate with people who have the same color skin. I say the opposite of that. Because then you're making Tyla. These people you're saying, are beautiful. You're saying we should have you're saying there should be a, a people should be forced. It to, should like, it should be the law. 
It should be the law. Because you know what happens when you have two people who look like each other when they get together and bump up uglies? Jelly roll comes out. Okay? <laughs> when you get Irish guy and Indian girl together, Tyla pops out. These people are fantastic. It's almost right. like they came from alien pods. Right. Compare that to like the British royal family where every one of them is like, hey, oh, hello. Here's your crooked teeth. My crooked teeth are fantastic. You're my fourth cousin. This, we did not have sex within our family. I had sex with the Duke of Yorkshire, and then she had sex with the Duchess of Canterbury, and it's like, it's all the same groups. Oh, I was just so impressed. Yeah. Everybody's so talented, and everybody is so hot. This, My I know. God. This just in. Mike has not looked at the music industry for 25 years, and he is shocked to find out there are hot, attractive people winning no, awards. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm saying there's there's some talent I, there. Yes, of I course. was knee deep in music pop culture back when I was banging. I know you were. They and- didn't look like this. Debbie no? Gibson didn't look like this. <laughs> Janet Jackson didn't look like well, this. Now, hold on a second. I mean, Janet Jackson in her prime, pretty great. Mm. Pretty great. No. Yes. Not like Tyler. Teddy, am I wrong? Not Did like Dua Lipa. I'm not talking about her at the Super Bowl when she ripped the booby yeah, tassel you're right, off. Though. I'm saying yeah. Janet Jackson in no, her prime. No, no, no. It's not what? even close. Right. Not, it's not even close. When would Janet, Janet Jackson have been 22? I'm just saying, because you're comparing, you're comparing people that you've had like years and years no, of no, history no. with, like Tyla, who you saw for two seconds. You're like, no one's you ever looked there like her. There were a lot of beautiful women back. Paula Abdul was a beautiful woman. Okay? Yeah. Can't, no, can't light a candle to Dua Lipa. No. Not in her prime? No. Paula Abdul? No. Never? No. I think, well, you know what? You are prisoner of the moment on this, I think. I think that, I'm I think, not prisoner of the moment. No, I'm, I'm saying, telling you, I'm, why can't you encourage these me? These girls are great. I'm, t- these, I, these, I'm turning over a whole new leaf. Next time Dewey Lipa comes into town, let's go. I'll be front row fanboying <laughs> it, throwing my drawers on the stage. No, I don't think she wants that. Just say no thanks. By the way, she is uh, Albanian. Dua Whatever Lipa she's doing. Albanian and uh, British. Again, it's and... Listen to me. And, yeah. Find someone who looks different than you. You got to bump uglies. Make a beautiful child. <laughs> the world needs. If we went outside and everybody was hot, we wouldn't be so upset. Right. I'm telling you, man. I, I, think, you've, uh, I think you've discovered that there are a lot of attractive people out These there now. These world leaders, when they all get together, they all look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> this is who's in charge of the world. If Dewey Lipa... And Tyla and Halle Bailey showed up. Oh, man. And look at Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is 60 years old. Yeah, man. Did you see him last night? I didn't. He's a vampire. What did he, what was he, I heard people talking about what he was wearing. He was wearing a see-through fishnet thing, washboard abs. There you go. How old is Lenny, (laughs) seriously, how old is Lenny Kravitz? He's got to be close to 60. Hang on, I'm looking him up right now. 59 years old. 59 he'll he'll turn there's 60. No, uh, there's no way. He'll turn 60 May 26th. He is he's going to be 60 year old in a couple months. Do you remember what your grandparents looked like when they were 60? I know what my parents look like. They're in their 60s right now. Oh my God. They don't look like Lenny Kravitz. My no offense, God. mom and dad. Whatever he's doing. I don't doing. look like Lenny Kravitz and I'm 20 years younger than him. Nobody looks like nobody, Lenny Kravitz. Nobody looks like Lenny Kravitz. What are we talking Kravitz. about? Who's he? Bodie. Handsome young man no. who works here. Buddy doesn't look like Lenny Kravitz. I'm just telling you. Lenny Kravitz anyway, has got it going. I watched the show. I watched some of the red carpet stuff, too, because I was just enth- I was enthralled with how attractive everybody was. Yeah. I couldn't stop.
No, I, I'm telling you. And then you. the talent, top-notch. Well, that's it, Some too. Some of this stuff wasn't my style, but top-notch. No, you got you got all these people who can do all this great singing. Again, this is... I, I'm, I'm just fascinated well, because... how about Olivia Rodrigo? Whoa. Oh, my God. Where did she come from? Drenched in blood. That one. She is... Yes. Of I course. Was, I was... Whew. My God. <laughs> I had to watch it by myself. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is, you have knocked on these things for years... But the reality is there's some top-notch performances right, going well, you on. you know what? I was wrong. I the, was wrong. The Grammys every year are going to be must-see TV for us, I think. Now, the whole, like, Travis Scott using folding chairs, that did nothing for me. But all the other stuff, sign me up. All right. My God. Well, you know what? If we got, like, an 80% back on things going on at the Grammys, you were like, I'm up for this, then that is that is tremendous growth for you. I'm, oh. I'm very proud of you. All right. All it took was hot people Tyler. dancing around in no clothes and you're back Did you in. see Tyler? Yes, I saw Tyler. All Tyler's right. great. He's got the stomach with the belly jewelry in it. Okay. <laughs> Flat. You do your laundry on I it. I mean, again, belly, belly buttons. They exist. I understand, Free but they're the not created button. equal, my Free friend. the belly button. No, just for some people. <laughs> just for Tyler. Jesus. I know. All right, what's next? Uh, Super Bowl stuff. Oh, the 49ers not happy in Vegas. I'm going to tell you why. Coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. I think Nick Cannon is out there creating the next generation of these women. But we've got an accident blocking the left shoulder of the westbound 70 ramp to northbound 71. That's on the east side. And some slow traffic on southbound 270, east outer belt between Main Street and I-70. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate. Why make things harder than they need to be? There's a better way to save time and money. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. It is... Yikes, Monday. Um, what did I tease? I don't remember. Oh, uh, everyone counted out the 49ers. I'm reading this story today. I laughed. Oh, yeah. The 49ers mantra. You know, doesn't matter who you are, you're always the underdog. When George is playing for their second national championship, you all counted us out all season long. What are you talking about? You were the defending champions. Preseason top five in George's no, case. Nobody counted you out. Right. Uh, and the 49ers, their official account posted on uh, X, against all odds. They're in the Super Bowl. Uh, they were favored in every game. Oh, I yeah. Every game, including the postseason, favorites. But against all odds. Well, you know, I guess I could see it from this one slight angle. And that is, it is super difficult to continually get back to championship after championship after Absolutely. championship. I'm not minimizing that, but... Unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs, which they've also done that. everybody is the underdog. Right. To your point, I don't think anybody... There were times this year where people said the Chiefs aren't playing well, right? Yeah. But yet, did anybody say Chiefs are definitely not going to the Super Bowl? If they did, they were doing it because they were on a TV show and they're just trying to get noticed. Anyone with a rational brain would say... The Chiefs have a very good chance of getting to the Super Bowl. The Niners, all year long, were considered one of those teams where they said, wow, if Brock Purdy's arm is good and if everything goes right and if everything's healthy, 
They are a team to beat. They are as good as it gets in the NFC. They have a track record of success. And then all year long, you're right. Game after game after game, mostly, barring a, a blip here or there like you have in the yeah. NFL season, people looked at them and said they're one of the three best teams in the NFL. And so, yeah, it is It is not an against all odds thing. It's if any, I guess you could say against all odds because for a team to have the sustained run of success they've had, yeah, it, it, not many teams have done that. But they still have to go and get over that final hump, win the Super Bowl, which they have not done, you know, in these last few years. I'm just looking at all the uh, hot women from the Grammys <laughs> last night. I, I was wondering if we were. I'm done looking with at the red carpet. And I thought we stuff. were. Yeah. And again, this is all new to me. I know all I'm, these. All, all this is new to me. But I'm glad that you were at least going out of your, you know, going out of your box that Didn't you usually we cancel are cancel Chrissy Teigen. Why is she still? What do you mean? At everything. Wasn't she, wasn't she canceled a couple years ago? Uh, I got news for you. I think every person who gets canceled ends up still out doing whatever they want to do. So I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, I think she people got under her for something. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, right. I thought I'm we were sure supposed to back. not like her and she's everywhere. Well, you know, she's married to John Legend. Yeah. So yeah. John Legend's at he, he's one of the only EGOT people, right? You know who else? Uh, so I'm saying she's if he's going to be at the Grammys. She's going to be at the Grammys. Yeah. You know who else was? quite fetching last night who's that kelly clarkson oh i'm just saying Have you not seen kelly clarkson recently? Well, I, I i i heard that she had slimmed down a little bit okay and she was she was striking i didn't i didn't see her at the grammys i'm looking here oh sure yeah but she's been on t i mean she has a tv show i guess i just i don't you never watched her kelly clarkson you know funny enough i have a i don't have a really i have no connection to kelly clarkson forget i said that I mean, I, I have, like, the most loose connection to Kelly Clarkson possible. Who is Madison Beer? B-E-E-R. I don't know why I've heard that name, but I, I have Madison heard Madison Beer. I don't know what she does. Let me look her up. Also, Heidi Klum was there last night. Oh. Heidi's got to be close to 50 or in her 50s. She was tremendous. Is Madison Beer, like, a social media I don't know. Person? I'm just I'm seeing a picture of her in a white dress. All right, I just looked her up on Instagram. It says 38 million followers. Oh, so okay. It, for what, it, though? Just for being I, her? I don't know. Then it says something about the spin tour. I don't know what that is. It looks like she's singing here. I can't tell. I don't okay. Know. I don't know, Craig. Uh, this is, yeah, I'm not sure. How, how old is, what was the next question? Who is Madison Breer or, and, and Albert Breer and Madison Beer? And then what was the next one? Heidi, Heidi Klum. Klum age. How old's Heidi Klum? Okay, because she was looked like a Victoria's Secret model last night, which she is. She is uh, born in June of 1973. She is 50 years old. Let her live. Yep, wonderful, good for her. Uh, yeah, that's. I I didn't see her on the red carpet. Who she's is? Go, oh yeah, that's a yeah. She's doing yeah, great. She's all right. By the way, Heidi Klum, supermodel. I know, but you know, it's good to know that she's still there. That's yeah. all. I will say, I'm not a biggest fan of Heidi Klum as I used to be. From the standpoint of having watched America's Got Talent, because I, I again, this is the mo- the dumbest reason to feel this way about someone, but I am like less attracted to her because I've heard her opinions on comedy oh, okay. and they right. suck. Who is Victoria Monet? I like how you just blown past everything I've said I'm this sorry, time because was, you're looking I was, at I was hot reminded women. of Victoria Monet. I, she came with like her little daughter. Okay, I don't know who. I don't know Victoria anyway, she, Monet. She's she was stunning. I know who Claude Monet is. No, I don't no? want him. Okay. Hey, Ted, uh, Ted Danson was there. Why, I don't know, but he was there. I can't keep up with this, Ted. 
I think we're talking about something and we're gone again. You, you don't, you don't care why I don't like Heidi Klum. You don't care how I, I heard you. connected to Kelly Clarkson. No, you didn't. I offered things and you're just like, ah, you know this lady? Oh, who, who is hey, ha- Haley Khalil? What's her name? Well, go ahead. What was the name Haley, again? Haley Khalil? Haley Khalil. You know who she is? Uh, not offhand. Good looking people. It says American model when I type her into well, Google. Well, she here. is indeed. Well, this picture of her is in a bikini. So, <laughs> Okay. Uh, 49ers also aren't happy in Vegas. Apparently, they're practicing at UNLV's facility. And UNLV's facility has artificial turf. But for the practice this week, they have put natural grass on top of the artificial turf. The 49ers think the turf is too soft. They don't like the way it feels. Mm-hmm. So they're either going to have to, A, deal with it, B, make the league truck in new turf. That's to their liking. Or C, try and share the Raiders practice facility that is currently being used by the Chiefs. So when the Raiders aren't, or the, when, the, sorry, when the Chiefs aren't using it, then the 49ers would use it. Anyway, back, back to hot I was going to ask, how old is Brigitte Nielsen? Do we know? Can we look her up? 60-something? <laughs> okay. She wasn't was she there? there. I don't know. Stop it. No, out. last time I saw her, it looked like a Mack truck hit her face. I'm just throwing out names. Get out of here. How old is Roseanne Barr? What's she now, doing? Now, she was canceled. I know she was. Yeah, she was. She's on, uh, I don't know, whatever she's on. It's, it's not viewed by money. What do you mean whatever she's on? She's on some, uh, she's done like comedy specials, but they're not on anything that like you can get. Oh. They're on like, I don't know, weird channels. What was, uh, who was the lady who had the restaurants and the cooking books and then she... Paula Dean? Yeah. She got canceled, but she then... She did get canceled. Then I guess what? I went to the South last year. She didn't get canceled in the South. She didn't get canceled in the South. There's lots they of restaurants. They built a statue. They got, they got restaurants with her name on it still, so I don't know what happened there. All right, Bone's very excited about something in New Jersey. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder if you're on eastbound 670 before Neal Avenue. And stop and go traffic's causing a slowdown on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mount Street and 315. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Nicole for 97. 7.1, the fan traffic. Off topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. It is Yikes Monday. That is coming up at 534. So Bill Belichick has taken out a full page ad in the Boston Globe. He did this yesterday. He wanted to thank all the Patriots fans for 24 seasons. He mm-hmm. said to Patriot fans everywhere, nowhere in America are pro sports fans as passionate as in New England. And for 24 years, I was blessed to feel your passion and power. The Patriots are the only NFL team representing six states. But in reality, Patriots nation knows no borders. You were undaunted by weather attended scorching hot training camp practices, and braved Foxborough's coldest, wettest, snowiest, and windiest days. Your thoughtful letters offered support, critique, and creative play suggestions. You watched on TV, the internet, and from your stadium seats. 
You traveled from coast to coast and internationally. Numerous times you overtook opposing stadiums and were the last fans standing. We loved it. You gave your precious time, resources, and energy to our team. We appreciated it. Right. Love, Bill. Now, you know how cynical we are on this show. I'm not cynical. I think that's very heartfelt and nice. It's nice. But you think he wrote it? Yes. You do? Yes. Oh, I, I do. I, I think he wrote it. I can't I picture think he him. was thinking of the Vermonters who root for the Patriots while he was writing that. Now, I know that deep inside of, you know, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, these guys that you see on the sideline just gruff and angry and all that all the time. I know there's a real human. I know there's a real person in there and that has all kinds of personality that you don't see on the sideline. But all I can picture is the guy with the craziest cutoff sweatsuit you've ever seen in your life walking around just looking like he's not slept in four days going, well, they want me to put some of the newspaper. God, I just retired. And then they're like, well, Bill, you got to do something. I mean, you coached here forever. You won a bunch of Super Bowls there. You should probably put something in the paper. Thank you, the fans. Yeah, all right. Just write it. I'll sign you know my name what, to though, it. We don't know what this guy is like behind closed doors. I know doors. that. I'm saying I, it's hard for me to picture it as a fan who doesn't know him. You know, I, I bet you he's like one of these schmoopy guys. Schmoopy? Where he goes home. Like his, his girlfriend is, is young-ish, right? Sure. I don't. Yeah, I'm guessing. He probably goes home and you think he's like, yeah. No, he's probably like, how you doing, Schmoopy? Oh, okay. How are you? you have a good day today? Maybe a little baby talk. Hmm. You know, uh, like yeah. I go home, I'm a big cuddler. You're a big cuddler? Oh, I love cuddling. Well, I mean, love who does it. it with someone you care about? That's, well, that's some people like, don't like that's the cuddling. Wild. I love cuddling. Well, I love hair fun. stroking and cuddling. Sure. But I don't show you that here. Well, yeah, I wouldn't think so. Here's like, oh, we're not married. Yes. But we're not married is what I'm saying. Like, I would assume we you're married. Wife, no, I would assume your wife and you have a different relationship than most other people I see you with. I'm sure he is like that with his significant other. I'm just saying... This is not his significant other. This is him putting an ad out, not an ad, a big full page thing in the paper saying, Patriots Nation, I love you. And I'm just saying that's a little bit of a... Right, I'm, I'm going to say it's heartfelt. Okay. Heartfelt well, and true. nice. I hope it is. What else? I want to live in that world. Uh, Bone is very excited about something that's going to happen in New Jersey in two years. Well, 2026, we have the World Cup schedule. It is out. And of course, if you're not aware, this is being hosted by the U.S. Mexico and Canada. So now we know at least the, we know all the games and dates. We don't know who's playing in them, but we know where they will be. So we know, for example, that the tournament will open June 11th, 2026, the world cup in Estadio Azteca in Mexico city. And it will conclude with the world cup final in MetLife stadium in New Jersey. However, I laughed when FIFA put out their official thing, they they said, you know, the biggest game in the world is coming to, and it wasn't even like hyphenated or slash marked or anything. It just said New York, New Jersey. Like it was one, like New York, New Jersey is where the World Cup final is being played. And I just wanted to laugh at that because that's, it's not being played in New York, New Jersey. It's being played specifically in New Jersey. It is the New York metropolitan area, I am aware, but you are in New Jersey for this. You are not anywhere in New York. It is not close to... I mean, relatively speaking, it's not close to New York. It's close compared to, say, England. Yes, but it is not. If you live in New York, people don't say, hey, you want to just take a five-minute train out to the Meadowlands? No. <laughs> they know that's far away from New York City. So just say it's in New Jersey. That's the way you should phrase this. 
Uh, but they do have other cities. Would you like I was, to? I wasn't listening to you. I know you. I was looking at, at Olivia Rodrigo. I know you are. She's only twenty. Yeah, she was in Disney movies. Did you know that? Yes, I have children. Did you know? Have, yeah. Okay. Again, this goes back to my: if you're different looking, please get together and screw. Her father is Filipino. Okay. Mom is white. Didn't know that. And then she she comes out. All right. And she's fetching. I mean. I am aware of Olivia Rodrigo in part because I have a teenage daughter who has listened to plenty of her songs. All right, well, I'm, I'm new to this, Bone. I know. Encourage me. Don't shoot what me do away. Mean, encourage you. I'm just saying it's, it's like... Let me on the band. Don't gatekeep. But I'm not. But also, you can understand. You what, Do you like going to Super Bowl parties? Do you like it when you were sitting there, you watch all these NFL games, and then someone walks up to you who's watching no NFL, and they're like, did you know that Pat Mahomes is a really good quarterback? All right, so you don't want me to say anything. No! I'm I just, won't say anything. Teddy, I'm just for the rest of the show, you. done. Oh, my God. I'm just saying... When you're like, you ever heard of this Olivia Rodrigo? It's like, yes, I have. And you're like, wow. Wow. You know, she's, uh, yeah, I know. I'm excited about something. Breaking news. (laughs) This is what it's like to be your friend every day. (laughs) When you come in, you're excited about something. You want to tell somebody about it. Yes, but then I tell you and you're like, I don't know. I'm excited about this hot chick I saw last night. Her name's Olivia Rodrigo. She was covered in blood. She's 20 years old, half Filipino. She's fantastic. Am I supposed, is this the point, by the way, where as a parent, I'm supposed to get mad that Olivia Rodrigo has gone from being the sweet Disney lady to now mad. covering yourself? Well, you know. Why like, would you get mad? When Miley Cyrus did this, when she was like uh, Hannah Montana. You should she, get mad because Miley Cyrus sounds like she's spraying down shoes <laughs> at the bowling alley. That's yeah. why you should be mad. But don't you remember before that when she came out and she came in like a wrecking ball she's on the wrecking ball and she's naked and she's swinging around in the music video people are like not hannah montana my daughters my children no and it's like not everybody has to be that for the rest of their lives exactly yes they had that stage of their life yes there's I, other people doing that same thing now I let her live but that doesn't mean that she has to live in that kid's world for right. her entire life right so no, no, I got I, no problem with that no she's got i think she's got one of the songs that's like i i don't know she has a lot of these songs where it's like really sad and pianos and then it's very dramatic, very dramatic singing that I get from Olivia Rodrigo. Very good. Very talented. And then Billie Eilish was there and she's just wearing all baggy clothes. Oh, that's her thing. But well, but sometimes but that's her thing. I'm telling you, but man. But sometimes she shows up when she wants to put on the clothes. Billie Eilish is, whew, she does it for me. Billie Eilish is great. But last night she was like, I'm just going to hang out on the couch. And that's fine too. Do, do what you want. Do what you want to do. But I, I know hiding under there. Is sexy. <laughs> secret sexy? Is that what we're calling? Well, she's showed us, so it's not secret. Well, but it's okay, it's uh rarely seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the right term for that is. In either case. Uh yeah, the World Cup. Lots I'm, of I'm dates. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. There is one thing you might find interesting about the World Cup dates. There's a quarterfinal match that is scheduled, round of sixteen. Uh because they're going to forty eight teams, then it goes down to thirty two, then it goes down to sixteen. Okay. Uh, that game, one of the round of 16 matches, is scheduled to be played in Philadelphia on July 4th, 2026. That's that the 250-year anniversary of America, the 250th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. That is possibly a chance for America, the United States soccer team, to be playing in Philadelphia. Let me tell you something. With, on July 4th, on the 250th. You're the soccer guy here, okay? Yeah. I'm not. I know. But if you've got Team USA Mm -hmm. advancing to the round of 16, playing on 4th of July on America's 250th birthday, 
in Philadelphia, yeah, the first capital of our nation, mm. one of the most historic cities in this nation, that's going to be the most expensive ticket anybody's ever seen. Only way it could be more expensive is if the opponent was England. <laughs> could you imagine that now again it's probably not going to happen but why not way, it could happen well, it, yeah i'm just saying it's not they have to play the games and we'll see what happens but there's a chance that that could be your matchup all right we're going to talk about michigan on michigan crime probably maybe more olivia rodrigo <laughs> coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grandview browns backers there's still that accident blocking the left shoulder of the westbound 70 ramp to northbound 71, and that's on the east side. And if you're on eastbound 33 between 270 Southeast and Hamilton Road, expect slow traffic there. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $104 on select sets of four Nokian tires at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member? Not a problem. Everyone can save $104 on Nokian tires through February 17th at AAA Car Care Plus locations. See store for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. All right, let me very quickly pay off on the tease, and then we'll get to the story that really matters. We had some breaking news come to oh, us. Oh, we sure did, in yeah. The, in the commercial break. I will say that we had some Michigan-on-Michigan crime, so it looked like Jay Harbaugh was going to join Daddy in L.A. with the Chargers. But instead, he's going to go to Seattle, where Mike McDonald is the new head coach, and be special teams coordinator on that staff. Mike McDonald was on the Michigan staff with both of these guys. Yeah. Before he moved back to the NFL. You know, I, I actually, that makes me have just a smidgen of respect for Jay Harbaugh to not just follow dad down the Nepo path, right? And be I'm like, sure oh, this doesn't get done without dad's approval too, right? Well, yeah, but what I'm, and again, to be fair, he got the start. He, he got the job at Michigan because his dad is the head coach. He got introduced to Mike McDonald. Is that the right guy? Yeah, Mike McDonald. Okay, I'm just, so many, I'm just saying, so many Mike McSomething or others now coaching in the NFL. I got to remember which one's where. But anyway, you know, he could just have said, no, I'm going to stick with dad. That's a secure move. I'm always, you know, he's not going to fire me. But instead, he chose to go with someone else that is now carving his own path out. So, all right, I'll give him a little bit of credit for that. But other than that, that's it. All right, here's the uh, the news. This is what we care about. Uh, somebody sent me a message on the burner phone, which you can do anytime, 614-787-3093, that the Big Bacon Classic is back at Wendy's. I was trying to find like a press release on this. I couldn't find it. The last thing I saw was from 2020. However, I did go on the Wendy's website, and under menu, it does list the Big Bacon Classic. No Kaiser bun, which is what it had before, but everything else is the same. What's the Kaiser bun? Is that with the... the- Heartier bun with... I don't know how you describe it. Okay. It's just, it's Not different a, from the regular hamburger bun. Okay. It's a thicker I'm, bun. I see it right here. Big Bacon Classic. Yep. There it is. But I want some confirmation from somebody at Wendy's that it's there. Because I don't want to send people if it's not there. And I find it odd that if you bring back the Big Bacon Classic, you don't put some fanfare behind it, which we have not seen. The Big Bacon Classic is a, a great sandwich. It is a great sandwich. But look, they had the Baconator. That's fine. They have other sandwiches with bacon. You can add bacon. You can make your own. But that to me, that bacon, lettuce, tomato, cheese combo. Mm. Yeah. Delicious. 
Throw an onion on there too, I believe. If I'm not yes, mistaken. you're right. Onion on there too. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, I really enjoy a Junior Bacon Classic. That's great. It's one of my go-to sandwiches there. But the Big Bacon Classic is that, just not a Junior. It's a Big. Yes. So, And you can even, I think you can get it with like double or triple. Oh, please. Why not? Why Charge me. I'll, I'll do that. Also, need some confirmation from somebody at Wendy's, please. Thank you. Also, can I, again, this is just, this is me wanting things that I grew up with. And this is nothing. I know they won't do this. Can I please have biggie sizes back? You can call it whatever you need to, but I need it. I need two things with that. One, I need it to be called a biggie size for my drink and my fries. You can make it whatever size. I just need to see the biggie logo back yeah. on it. And it needs to be, as far as the drink goes, a yellow wax cup. I agree. It says red letters biggie across it. That's what I want for my biggie size drink. And then the fries can be the same type of thing. It's purely aesthetic. And I realize I'm a hundred years old. I'm just asking for this for like six months, and then I'll I'll, I'll stop asking. You're not the only one, because if they introduced it tomorrow, line out the door. Biggie sizes, I'd be there. Everyone would be there. They'd have trouble keeping it in stock. Yeah, these places, I guess, are against making money. We're trying to teach you how to make money. By the way, remember, because if you don't recall why they got rid of that, that was back when everybody was like, "Oh no, fast food's making us fat." Ah, it's like no, we're we're making ourselves fat because we're going and we're yeah, ordering now we're this firmly stuff. in the I know category. <laughs> so just lean into right. it. What I'm saying is, if you go play, if you go look at what a large drink was back then, and what they were calling a biggie sized drink back then, it's not like they gave you an oil drum full of Coke. They gave you what now is like a large drink. Yeah, it's still at most fit in places. the cup holder. Yeah. So I'm just saying the biggie size was great marketing. And you're not giving me any more anyway than you were back then. It's not like now suddenly we're getting, you know, Dixie cups worth of soda for a large. You're still giving us huge drinks. Well, if McDonald's any, if does. anything, if you don't specify at Wendy's, they are giving you a Dixie cup. Oh, if you get the small, if you get the like, oh, just what what size combo you want. I don't know. Just small. Give me the regular. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they'll comes they'll give you tiny drink. They'll give you like a 16 ounce cup, which is plenty to drink, but it's not. No, yes. not even that. Do they extend it? Because for a while, they went really small on the drinks. Well, that's, I think, I don't know. Because I just went there and got the, like, uh, I got the, the what do you call it? The biggie bag thing where they give you the tiny drink and the tiny fries and the chicken nuggets and the sandwich. I got that. Like 16 five ounces? Bucks. Yeah, I think so. Right. It was like the size of a, I got it right. This, here you go. What is this? Is this 16? I'm, oh, this is the drink. I'm holding it right here. I want to I say they went smaller than that for a while. Okay. They must well, have pushed back. What I'm saying is, like, the small is a small, medium's like 20 some ounces, and then the, the big boy one, the large one's like probably close to 30 ounces, 32 ounces. And I'm saying that's what a biggie was anyway. So give me that. But they went away from it because everybody was freaking out about it. Yeah, but you know what? Fast food being too much. We've stopped, like, McDonald's for a long time had a bunch of salads on the yes, menu. They did. And then they decided, you know what? We're, we are what we are. We're, we're not going to apologize for it. And that's what Wendy should do. Well, we I'm are saying where we are. Here's Biggie size. If whatever, you want it, whatever the concern was about Biggie is a bad phrase, and we don't like it. You have a sandwich called the Baconator, right? Like I think we've moved past whatever the concern was there. Just give me Biggie size again. Let me live. That and people just crave nostalgia. Oh, I mean, is, yeah. it, is it a coincidence that like every single Pizza Hut commercial you see, every single Burger King commercial you see, Miller Lite changed the logo back? Yeah. Right? We always try and change these like, oh, we're hip with the time. We don't want you to be hip with the times. We want to remember what you do and what you do well, just right. like we had when we were kids. 
Well, and that's why I think what that all that stuff does is when you do the retro logo, people who didn't remember the retro stuff are like, oh, new logo kind of looks retro. Interesting. Anyway, I like this. I'm going to get it. And the people who remember that are like, oh, they went back to my favorite logo. And that gets you suckered back into checking it out. So, yeah, that's great. Go back to it. Big E size. Let's do it. Uh, A billion dollar deal gets screwed up because an email went to the spam folder. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You can expect a five-minute slowdown if you're on westbound 161 between Johnstown Road and Hamilton Road and a couple-minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue and one more slow-moving spot on southbound 270 east outer belt between Livingston Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. You know, Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Is there going to be something going on on Sunday? Uh, Big sporting I've heard, event. I've, that heard maybe there, I've heard there might be. Unites the entire country, whether you're a fan or not. Hmm. If you're really looking for that Vegas atmosphere, that you can't be in Vegas, the next best thing, you know what? It's not the next best thing. The best thing is Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. Two huge walls of TV. If you're saying, but I want to eat and drink while I watch all the stuff and put money on the ponies. Great news. You can. Yeah. Delicious. What if you're saying, I'd like to be around other loose women and men. Well, good news. Are you a loose woman and man? You you could be there along with others. Yes, you may find a couple to swing with. Who knows? It's or, all up for grabs. A thruple. You never know. What's a thruple? Well, what's a couple? Oh, they're three sixum thruple. No, sixum. No, a, a thruple is three people instead of two. Just a third person that's a oh, part. Oh, I see. I thought part. you meant another couple would come. No, it's like a permanent menage. Menage, I see. menage a trois. I got it. Yeah. Must be 21 or older. Not for the swinging. Hmm. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. By the way, I keep seeing stuff about the uh, New Jersey natives and New Jersey people who are very frustrated with the World Cup. I'm sure they are. I I will say, that has to be super annoying. Like, when they show a Rutgers game. And what do they show whenever you watch, like, if you see Rutgers? Skyline. Yes, and it's like, that's not any, that's an hour away from Rutgers. They have to be used to, I'm not saying it's not frustrating, but when Super Bowl's there, they didn't market the Super Bowl as Super Bowl in Jersey. (laughs) I know it. Hey, it's in New York. When WrestleMania was there. I know they don't, I know, but it's, it's. I just think it's a little disingenuous, because at least if you're from America, you know if you've watched, because the NFL's popular here. So when you see the New York Jets, the New York Giants, they share a stadium. Where is that stadium? East Rutherford, New Jersey. You hear that every Sunday since you were a kid. You know where they play. Can I tell you something? I'm saying if you come in from outside of the country, you don't watch the NFL, you're like, so I'm going to New York City. And then you get to New York City. It's like, yeah, you can't even see the stadium from here. It's nowhere close. This may not be popular, but I'm going to say it anyway. All right. We as a people in central Ohio can learn something. From the New Jersey people, the Buffalo, New York people, even the Cleveland people. Because if you were to go to Cleveland, if you were to go to Buffalo, 
and say, I hate it here, man. There's nothing to do here. They would be indignant. They would be like, leave. And say, well, you're stupid well, then. You this suck. is the greatest place in the world. You're dumb. Right. Right? Same thing with Jersey people. Yes. Jersey's awesome. You're stupid. We're not Manhattan. We're Jersey and we're proud of it. However, we have this inferiority complex sometimes. Remember when the All-Star game was here, the NHL All-Star game? Are you having a good time? Do you like it here? Oh, oh. and if people don't want to come, let's say a free agent signs someplace else, it can never be while your team's in shambles. No, no, it's, no, no. Well, who would want to come here? I, I barely want to be here. I don't know. Are you having a good time? Who cares? You right. like it. I like it. I live here. You live here. Be proud of where you're from. Well, and if somebody yeah. else doesn't like it, that's their problem. The Jersey people have that. The Cleveland people have that. The Buffalo people have that. We, though, have to ask everybody, are you having a good time? Are you enjoying yourself? Okay. Oh, I'll just jump in a well right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I hate myself, too. No, but I'm saying, like, I respect the people from New Jersey. Obviously, I have, I have some family from there, if you're not aware. The people that are saying F you today. Yeah, but those people are like... New York City is not where this game is. It is being played in New Jersey. Now, they are used to it. They know why it's being... They, they've been through that. But you have it globally being said, like, the game is in New York, New Jersey. That's not a place. And if you're from New York, you don't go, yeah, I'm basically from New Jersey. You would say, get the F out of here. I'm not going all the way out to New Jersey. That's how you would say it if you lived in New York. And if you live in New Jersey, they'd go, why do you want to go into the city? Ugh, why do you want to go there? While they live in like Edison, New Jersey, which is also a city. But they will look at New York like, who goes there? It's 17 miles away, but they act like it's a different planet. Culturally, it is. I know. It is different. That's what my point is, is I, I do empathize with the people today who are like, all I got to see is how it's in New York. And boy, you watch that World Cup. They're not going to show one New Jersey anything. They're going to show you all on, Manhattan skyline. Yes. When you go on vacation this spring or summer with the fan, wherever you go, you know, and, and somebody says, where are you from? I know what the answer is going to be for most of you mm. that live in our listening area. You're going to say Columbus, Ohio. And yeah. in fairness, I've been guilty of doing that too. But your response should be Columbus. Right, and then when uh, yeah. they ask which one, you say the one the that only matters. One. The only the one, one that... that matters. Yeah, that's right. Be proud of where you're from. Mm-hmm. I'm All right? with you. I don't need to say Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. Yes. Let the other places. They Oh, oh Columbus, Georgia? No. No, the one that Who matters. Did... Yeah, the one that has pro sports teams. The one that has the Ohio State Buckeyes. The one that has Levesque Tower. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. Just, just throw some stank on well, it. Let's see what happens. Time, one of the tallest buildings in the country. Yeah. I think they got a hotel in there now. They I think do. You, yeah. I think you can stay in there. Yeah. We got it's the a beautiful se- building. The that Center looks- of Science and Industry, baby. COSI. Come to Columbus for that. Veterans Memorial. Yeah. That's a thing. They don't have that anywhere else, do they? No. Got the... Well, you outside, have. outside of D.C., is there a Veterans Memorial? I don't think so. I think it's here. I think we got the only other one outside of all the ones they have in D.C., be which is great. Yeah, we should be proud of our community. But you know what? I, I stand with the people of New Jersey today. I'm happy for you. Even though people hate you, I know. The best pizza, it's not a New York slice. It's a New Jersey slice. I know where it is. That's where the good pizza is. Look at you. Yeah. Starting all sorts of controversy. <laughs> On tomorrow's show, Staten Island. <laughs> that's right let's talk about them let's go they too hate it when you say oh where are you from manhattan no they're no. not from no you're Stand from Staten Island. Island. it's a whole it's a whole different you're separated by a body of water well Get for a long here. time it was just you had to go on the boat
Yes, there was no roadway that connected it. That's exactly right. By uh, the way, yeah. I was a little wrong. Edison, New Jersey is 32 miles from New York City. Oh, you know what I mean. Who cares? This is what you're going to fact check no, yourself I'm just, on? I'm just double checking. I just wanted to be clear. We constantly call people dead that aren't dead. <laughs> That's right. We do. We think people who are alive are actually dead, but you're yes. going to fact check this. By the way, uh, Miller High Life, number one buyer, tweeted us, let him live, and said, just went through Wendy's on Olentangy and King. They have the Big Bacon Classic on the menu. Okay. So, there we go. We have That's been alerted a, of this development a real today. real-life confirmation. I went to McDonald's today, Shamrock Shake and Oreo uh, Shamrock McFlurry, available. Yeah. And Big Bacon Classic is back at Wendy's. I did see uh, Jen Winters, our gal, she had tweeted out, don't forget last year, because she tried to get a Shamrock McFlurry, I think. And whatever happened when they made hers, it didn't go well. It got a lot of green goo. It didn't get thoroughly mixed oh, properly. No. Well, she has pictures of this. She's like, don't forget, this is what happened to me last year. And Jen, I I acknowledge your experience there. What I am telling you is that's not that's not the Shamrock shake that I know and love. That's not the Shamrock McFlurry that I know and love. I would say try again. There's, it, a, there's a margin for error at fast food. Any fast food place. You have to be aware you can't, of this. And if you, get, if you get the one where they screw it up on the first order, that is brutal. I'm not going to lie. You keep going back. Yeah. If I didn't go to Popeye's every time they got my order wrong, I'd never go to Popeye's. Fast food is a testament to the will of humanity, right? Sometimes you get there and it's just like, oh, they screwed it up today. Do you leave and quit? No. You get back up tomorrow. You drive right through the same drive through You order the food again and hope they get it right. You know what I did uh, yesterday? What'd you do? Fired up the grill. Oh, it was a nice day to do that? Did some burgers on the grill. How, wasn't that nice? Mm. Nice to be outside, huh? The sunshine hitting your face? I, I could do without the sun, but it was good. Of course. <laughs> you know what? It's that sun that kept it warm. I hate warm. the sun, man. Helped, helped warm it up no, there so you could get outside. If it's gloomy and like 50 every day in my life, I sign know. me up. I know. You're I up like for that. It. But I grilled up some burgers last night, mm. made some uh, crispy bacon. That's good. Put that on there. Love that. Sliced up some fresh tomato. Ooh. Crisp lettuce. Did my own homemade garlic aioli. Oh. Put that on there. Sounds delicious. With a slice of cheese. How could that be bad? Oh, it wasn't. Sounds great. I I had a little food victory this weekend. I didn't I've never done this before, but you know the Texas toast you can get at the in the freezer section. Texas toast. One of, the, one of the best things, I don't I don't know if it actually was invented in Texas. Who the hell cares? Yeah, whatever. I love it. It's great. It's got the cheese on it. You got all the mm, garlicky. It's delicious. I saw on the back of the box, it said air fryer. And I have an air fryer. The last time I had Texas toast in the house, we did not have an air fryer. So I said, I'm going to air fry some Texas toast. And you know what? Changed, changed the game. Yeah. If you like... Texas toast with the outside consistency of a crouton, but the inside, it's still soft and chewy and delicious. It was great. I mean, it, I, I may have got it a little overdone, but I know you like a pizza that's cooked overdone. I, do. I like a hard bake. You, you, this, is a, this is a hard bake on like the outside. I like a flaccid bake. I like a hard bake. You could have cracked this thing on the counter and it would have shattered into a million pieces, but inside it was still soft and chewy bread. It's one of my pet peeves, man. You go in one of these you know, brick oven pizza places, wood, whatever it is, yeah. coal fire, wood fire, wherever they're getting the, the oven really hot. 
900,000 degrees, 1100 degrees. You cook it for like 90 seconds. You get that leopard spotting on the, mm, on the crust yes, there, yes. right? Everything, you get the char on the bottom. And then you're with people and they say, this is burnt. No. It's not burnt. You're stupid. It's made correctly. This is the way this pizza is supposed to be. Yep. Look, Domino's pizza's fine. That's not what you're getting here. Dude, that, oh, you're, you're supposed just, to have that char on you there. You just unlocked something for me. Years ago, we were traveling because I, you know, we in high school, we had a senior trip. We went to the Dominican Republic. Must be nice. We go there. Where we stayed was like a resort area, and they had a like uh, what are the, a wood-fired pizza yeah. oven place. And so I go in, and I'm excited about this because I rarely got to have this, but I'd had it before, and I liked it. And we get there, and one of the teachers on this trip they bring the pizza out. It's looking just like you're talking. It's got the char, the crust. You can see there's oh, little black it. and brown spots. Love it. Bubbles and, oh, it was, I'm ready to eat it. And they go, excuse me, the pizza's been burned. Please, we'd like a new pizza that's not burned. And the guy looks at the rest of us, and most of the other kids at the table are just like, I don't know. And I'm sitting there like, no, no, I'll, I'll eat this. But I didn't but I'm, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't have. I didn't feel like I could speak up in that moment. And he took away this beautiful pizza. And probably just hopefully ate it for himself because he was like, I don't know what this idiot's talking about. And then brought us back a pizza that looked more like what my teacher wanted. It was probably raw, and it was not nearly as good as what it could have. I looked at a great pizza, and then they brought back something that was half baked. And I just thought, oh, what a waste! What a waste! Just recently, I went over to somebody's house for dinner. Friends of Kristen's. Mm-hmm. He makes the best pizza. Okay. I saw pictures of it on Instagram. Well, no, I make the best pizza, lady. You're married to me. <laughs> so I go over there. I got questions about this pizza and chef, they, by they, the way. They, I just wanna, they bring us out the pizza. I don't know what's going on. And I wanted to look at this. I didn't because I'm polite. So instead, I'll do it in front of thousands of people on my radio show. There you go. I wanted to say to him, do you want me to help you cook that cheese? Let me tell you something. Mm. If your cheese isn't brown, mm. just because it's melted doesn't mean it's done. No. All right? No. You need pockets of brown, perhaps even a little pocket of black on that cheese. Like you said, leopard, leopard spot is leopard the right spotting. way. spotting. Yeah. That's right. That's ah, what it should look burn like. Burn food's not good for you. It gives you cancer. You're eating nine pounds of cheese. <laughs> okay? That's going to give you cancer. Not the little black spot on the crust. By the way, King of England, what's he eat for dinner every day? Like an almond? Brown rice? Some brown and rice fish. and fish. Dude's he got cancer. Just found out he's got cancer. It gets you. Doesn't really. I don't know if it matters exactly what you eat. I'm just saying. Hey, breaking news. We're not professional. We didn't pay off on the tees. But coming up next, a billion-dollar deal gets screwed up because an email went to the spam folder by mistake. Mm. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on the right shoulder to be aware of on westbound 270 on the north outer belt just after 315. And you'll find a couple minutes slowdown on westbound 161 between Johnstown Road and Hamilton Road. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Harold Nye, Laborers Local 574 in Marion. Harold is a proud 25-year retiree. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The segment that's not a segment, yikes. Is coming up at 534. All right. So a billion dollar deal 
is getting screwed up potentially because an email went to the spam folder. Yeah, this is a fascinating story. Formula One is right now they are they are they say they are interested in expanding, but they're not really seeming like it with this Andretti Global Group. That is Mario and Michael Andretti, longtime racing family here in the states. They've partnered with GM. Cadillac is a specific brand. They want to do an F1 program starting in late 2025 or 2025, 2026. So is Cadillac going to make their own engines? I believe so. Is eventually that's the idea. They want to make their own engines. They want to do the whole thing. Uh, in either case, Formula One last week sent out a pretty deflating uh, press release saying, hey, we don't think that Andretti is ready for this. We don't think their group can do this. Now, the Andretti people have been making like Formula cars, Indy cars, for the better part of 40 years. So they, I'm sure their program would be just fine. Yeah. But in either case, there's something going on here between Formula One and the Andretti group. Formula One does not seem like they want them to be a part of it. And it's believed that could be because all the people who run Formula One are the other team owners. And they're saying, hey, if you come in here, the prize money is going to get divided now by more people. And then we won't have as much money and we don't want any more people to be a part of our group. Or you can just kick Haas out. You could do that. And then the Andretti's would be the, the only American team. Yeah. You could try that because they've not Haas exactly sucks. Been, yeah. And I don't know. Maybe Andretti would suck too. I have no idea. In either case, in explaining rejecting the Andretti's application, Formula One said they had emailed the Andretti group on December 12th, extending an invitation to an in-person meeting at our offices in order for the applicant to present its application. But the applicant did not take us up on this offer. So Formula One said, hey, if you don't even, we ask you to come here and present to us why you think you'll be ready for 2025 or 2026. We did not hear back from you. We didn't hear back from you. Clearly, you're not serious about this. So we're not serious about you. Now, I want you to understand, the Andretti Global Group, they have built a car that is currently under the current specifications for Formula One. They're going to change the rules in a few years. So they can't build that one yet because they don't know what the rules are. But they've built one that would fit under the rules from from a spec point. Already, and they have it in the wind tunnel, they've been testing it. So they are not just like putting stuff down on paper. They have a multi-million dollar facility that they are building that they are about to unveil in Indiana. They're serious about all this. All right. In either case, Andretti Global said, well, we didn't we didn't get your email. They actually had to bring in their IT department and they found it got filtered out by the spam filter because this email was not sent to, again, Andretti Global, this massive company that involves Michael and Mario Andretti, it wasn't sent to them by the chief of Formula One or any of the legal counsel they've been dealing with. Nope, it was sent by like a low-level staffer, not Stefano Dominicali, who's the CEO. So they were looking for an email from this guy, the CEO of Formula One, and it turned out a low-level staffer sent them a, please come and show us how you'll F1 meeting invite, and they didn't see it. And so... (laughs) They said, this is odd, Andretti did, because they said, we've been requesting an in-person meeting with the CEO of Formula One, and we've called and emailed and gotten no response. So now there's a little bit of finger pointing going on, but that seems like this saga is not over. Because if Formula One is serious about all we wanted to do was meet in person and, and you guys wouldn't take us up on it, well, why would you not then reach out and call them? Why would you not say, hi, we've sent you an email, did you see it? You know, every office I've ever worked in, if someone sends you an email and in a few days you don't respond, what happens? You get an email usually sent kind of going, 
just circling back, did you see my email? Do you have an answer? Can you tell me what you think? So I'm surprised that no one from Formula One tried to do that in a month and a half and then basically said, all right, well, you didn't answer our email, so you're done. If you uh, had the over-under on F1 conversation today at .5, well, guess what? You win. We already did one. Right. Here's another one. Oh. Red Bull's F1 boss Christian Horner is being investigated for inappropriate behavior. He's married to one of the Spice Girls. Which one is he married to? Uh, Ginger, I believe. Yeah, Yeah, Ginger. Okay. Gigi. What type of inappropriate behavior are we talking about? Are we talking about Christian Horney or? (laughs) I think it's Jerry, by the way. Jerry Hallowell. Jerry Hallowell. That's right. You're right. Sorry. I don't know what he's up to. It's Jack Horney. They they said, (laughs) the the all the articles I've read said there were no specifics given as to what the allegations are, but that Red Bull said they're taking it very seriously. Apparently, this this is being investigated by... Red Bull, the parent energy drink company, not Red Bull Racing, the racing team. So this is... Well, he runs the racing team. Well, right. He's I'm the saying, chief. He's the boss. Yeah, but I'm saying they're going to the larger organization that also owns other sports teams and, you know, an energy drink company. So presumably they've got some kind of Teddy, HR structure. I got something else. for. Don't take your headphones off. Why What's, don't you want to talk to us today? I'm ready to go. That's I got good. another question for you. Because yeah. I just popped on, on the webs. Why are people hating The Rock? Oh, What's the problem with The Rock? The Rock's trying to steal uh, Cody Rhodes' moment at WrestleMania right now. Because if you haven't been noticing or watching, of course, Rock, he's back into the news because he is now a board member of the company that owns the WWE, Endeavor. He got like $30 million in stock. He got access to rights his to his name and some other trademarks. And now all of a sudden... He's showing up at the events, and he wants he's booking to, himself in the main event. And he wants to take on Roman Reigns to, to win the title at WrestleMania, which was supposed to be for Cody Rhodes, and that's who all the people are behind, all the fans. And Rock's just jumped in there and said, "Ah, it's mine now." That's what it looks like. So it's not. it looks like people are excited about Cody Rhodes, or people just don't like The Rock. No, I I think people love Cody Rhodes, and they also they like The Rock, and probably wouldn't have had a problem with. If it was uh, Roman and Rock, if they did the whole storyline correctly, but Cody won the Royal Rumble um, just a couple weeks ago or last weekend, and that means you get to challenge, you know, whoever the champion is at WrestleMania and get your moment. And Cody just did that, so why would yeah. he do that See, and then not like get the his moment? Look here, I'm going to be old guy for a second. How many world titles did Roddy Piper win? Zero, none, <laughs> right? Because he didn't have to, because he was Roddy Piper. He's a special attraction. You didn't need him wrestling for the title. Yeah, for people who don't follow wrestling, when someone has the belt, that's like, well, they're a star just because they have that thing. Other people can be a star because they're just good at going out there, making noise, being funny or interesting. And I'm sure his other interests and the fact that he's not going to stop making movies, The Rock should not be your champion. No. Wrestling for the championship. He should be the special attraction. That's the expectations that the guy who has the belt is going to wrestle every, you know, every few weeks is going to be, oh, coming up this Sunday, you got a chance to see maybe that guy's going to lose and then the belt will change hands. This is dumb. It's a, it's a stupid way to do this. I think the way they should have done it, Mike, is you have the rock come in and go, yeah, well, that's fine. I guess if uh, what's his face, loser boy, Cody Rhodes wants to do this. But you know what? I'm the rock. I run this company now. I say. Cody Rhodes, you're out. 
I'm oh, in. so you want to make The Rock the villain? Like, he should come in and do that and just start, like, going into people's matches and be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fighting for this tonight, and then win the belt and just be this villain who's going around taking everything. He doesn't want to be the villain. He wants to be loved. But then at WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes could come in and beat The Rock and Roman Reigns, and then it would be like, oh, there it is. But you'd earn it. As opposed to them just saying, oh, The Rock's now in this match, and that's it. All right. I just want to know what's going yeah. on. And to be fair, nothing's been said official yet. There's a press conference on Thursday. So people are just now, upset because they think this is going to happen. That's what it definitely looks like is happening. Now, they could change course because there's been a lot of backlash, or maybe they have a different plan, but uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Thank you, Teddy. Uh, yikes is next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on the right shoulder of westbound 270 on the north outer belt after 315, causing about a five-minute slowdown. Things are going to be stop and go from 23 on the north side. And some slow traffic on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Tell a friend. Um, it's time for Yikes. Are you ready? Yes, let's go. Sad news. Aston Bar- Barrett. I'm sorry. Aston Barrett yes. has died. Uh, Aston had the nickname of Family Man, as you'll find out why in a moment. He was 77 years old, was the former bassist for Bob Marley. Okay. His son, Aston Barrett Jr., Announced that he passed away on Saturday. Uh, why is that notable? Well, that goes back to why he was called Family Man. He had 41 children. Yikes. Uh, every time I do a story like this, I like to remind you of Jeff Rimmer's high school classmate, Genghis Khan. Now, granted, this has to do with all the raping and pillaging, but experts say that he fathered more than 3,000 children during his lifetime. So... He's no Aston Barrett, but yikes. Uh, notable and ridiculously good player, Cheryl Swoops, former WNBA player, tremendous college career. She was on a podcast with Gilbert Arenas, who called has Bring a, Your Gun to Work sure. with Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> uh, and apparently she had some words that, that were not received well about Caitlin Clark, the Iowa star basketball player. Uh, is very close to breaking the all-time NCAA women's basketball record for total points in a career. Kelsey Plum holds that record from Washington, 3,527 career points. Clark is at 3,462. However, Swoop said on this podcast, that's not legitimate because Caitlin Clark had more time to do it. She went on to say, you have the COVID year, you got all these other years. So I think if you're going to break the record, you should break it in the same time frame. Of course, everyone on the internet, including the Iowa basketball Twitter account, jumped on this to say, uh, Cheryl, yes, there is a COVID year. There's all that stuff. But she has been in school the same amount of time. Kelsey Plum was in school from 2013 to 2017, four years, 139 games, averaged 25 points a game. Caitlin Clark has been in college for four years, 2020 to 2024, 123 games, 16 fewer than Kelsey Plum, and she's averaging 28 points per game. So, yeah, she could come back next year, possibly even the year after. 
but she doesn't need that, it looks like, to break this record. Bad take from Cheryl Swoops. Yikes. What about Eve Plum? I I don't have any info on her. From uh, Brady Bunch. No. What about the Christian music star Plum? Not as good as Kelsey Plum. No? Not when it comes to basketball, Mike. Anyway, sorry, Teddy. Go ahead. All right. The Utah Jazz did something a little different in their win over Milwaukee last night. They were trailing by 12 entering the fourth quarter and made an epic comeback, outscoring the Bucks 40-13 to in the fourth and winning by 15 points. Yikes. Now, they became the only team in the last 25 years to outscore their opponent by 25 or more points in the fourth while using the same five players for the entire quarter. They made zero substitutions for the whole quarter and won the game. Yikes. Why would you take anybody out if you're playing so well? Exactly. Right? Uh, The situation from the Jersey Shore had a very scary episode recently where his two-year-old was choking on some pasta during dinner. Yikes. Uh, He said it was pesto gnocchi, and the kid was hunched over and not breathing. Oh, my. Uh, It was then that him and his wife sprung into action and saved the little dude's life. So how do we know about this? Well, he posted it on social along with a video of everything because they have a ring camera pointed right at their kitchen table. I'm not saying they deliberately deliberately didn't cut the pasta so they could create a show to broadcast to the world. Wait, no, I am. Yes. Did he also, did the way the kid was able to cough that up was his dad just sprayed Axe Brody spray in his face? Is that what happened? That's right. And that too, Axe Body Spray. Well, you and I both, I couldn't talk during the I thing. Know. You can't talk now. I know. Ivory Coast is uh, playing at the Africa Cup of Nations soccer tournaments. The entire continent of Africa. It's their big tournament. Uh, and they were one of the favorites. They're hosting the event, but it didn't go well to start. They lost two of their group games, finished third out of four teams in the group. Usually that means you don't go on. They lost 4 nothing to Equatorial Guinea in that group stage. A team that was like 100 spots below them in the rankings. And they only needed a tie against that team to advance, but they couldn't do it. It was so bad, Mike, their coach resigned. But because of some different results that happened in the other games, they got one of the extra bids to move on to the next round because of math, not because of anything they did on the field. Then they played Senegal, gave up a goal in the fourth minute, went on to come back and win that one in penalties. Then with, they got, with a new coach? Yes, with a new coach. Okay. And in the next round. Then they got down to Mali, got a red card at halftime, so they're playing with 10 men for the second half. Fought back, got a goal in the 122nd minute of that game to win it and avoid penalties. Now they sit in the semifinals. There's only three other teams left. If they win on Wednesday, they will play in the final. After being thought of being out of it and firing their coach, they could play on Super Bowl Sunday for the African Cup of Nations. Let them live. Ivory Coast, yikes. The Phoenix Suns have had three different players record a game with 40 or more points and five or more assists over the past 10 games. Yikes. They are Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal. No other NBA team since the merger has had three or more different players do this in a 10-game span in a season. Yikes. All right, follow me on this one, okay? Climate scientists are developing an umbrella-like shade the size of Argentina. Okay, that would block the sun's rays to mitigate the effects of global warming on Earth. This idea comes from Israeli researchers who believe the one million square miles shade, one million square miles shade, yikes, could reduce the Earth's temperature by 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit within two years. This thing being up there. Wow. The team is seeking up to 20 million for a prototype of 100 square feet. Mm. which they said could be achieved by 2027. They're calling it a sale. The sale 
would sit more than 9 million miles from Earth and move through space by opening and closing the shading layer. While researchers are pushing forward with this proposal, critics said the cost of the megastructure would be incredible, uh, expected to reach into the trillions of dollars if this is approved. Yikes. Also, people are wondering why we wouldn't just change our behavior on Earth so this type of thing is not necessary. That is a very good question. I was thinking about that very thing this morning as I was eating bacon and then taking my Crestor medication. It's almost like humans are very flawed creatures. We could live to be 100, but then cookies. Mm. Yikes. Uh, A groundhog in Kentucky sadly died on Groundhog Day shortly after delivering an early prediction for the annual February 2nd tradition. He didn't deliver any prediction. Well, They picked him up. The Second Chance Wildlife Center wrote Friday on social media that Major, who lived in its facility, sadly and most ironically, their words, died peacefully overnight on his day. I I assume they mean Groundhog Day and not like the Lord's Day, but whatever. The center, based in the city of Mount Washington, noted that Major's death was due to his age, nearly 10 years old, along with heart issues. They said he was full of amazing energy up until the end. He will forever be in our hearts. Just days before his death, he predicted the early spring. Much like the famed Pugsatani Phil. However, he passed his prognostication duties on to another groundhog at the center, Josie Burrow, who, yes, is named after the Bengals quarterback. Uh, he, she made her Groundhog Day debut on Friday and took over for the now deceased major. Let her live and yikes. So this was an elderly Groundhog? He'd done a lot of predicting in his day, Mike, and he just... All right, maybe you shouldn't rouse him awake at 5 o'clock in the morning and then rip him out and hold him up in the sky in front of a million people. No kidding. I agree. <laughs> I was gonna, your turn now, Teddy. I was going to say something. But I, no, I stopped. Oh. Oh. Stopped myself. Now I got to know what that is. Sorry, go ahead. They should do that to Willard Scott, right? <laughs> <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> Yeah, I think he's dead. I think he's been... That's no. what I... Ted, you do your likes. I'm going to look it up. No, 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 I'm looking it up. Go ahead. All right. WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, who is 58 years old, says he's thinking about doing one more match for his 60th birthday. Yikes. And it's not just any match. He wants it to be a death match. Yikes. He said that it would be a great incentive to drop 100 pounds in weight and that it would be a pretty gory spectacle. Yikes. Oh, no. No. You don't know what a death match is. It's where guys take like barbed wire and light bulbs and explosives, explosives, thumbtacks, fire. It's, it's not. Ah, uh, no. Uh, good for him. Mick Foley would do that. I have no desire to watch it. None. By the way, Willard Scott dead. Okay. Yeah, so you can't do how, that. How old did he uh, live to be? He lived to the ripe old age of eighty-seven. Didn't make it to the Smuckers jar. Oh no, no, those Smuckers people had the last laugh. Not a hundred. He was. Uh, he died uh, September fourth, twenty twenty one. Oh, we missed it. What do you mean we missed it? Were you going to go? R.I.P. God bless him. Go into the wake. What yeah, are we talking about? I would. With with a jar of jelly. Mm-hmm. Just there you go. You would. <laughs> you didn't make it onto this, did you? No, that's the way you do it. I taunt. Yeah. That's my new thing. Taunt. Taunting corpses <laughs> has to be good. I'm going to good see. Ta- I'm going to go see taunting corpses this weekend at big at big room they bar. Slap yeah. baby. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You're going to hit slow traffic on northbound 71 on the north side between Weber Road and Cook Road and still that accident on the right shoulder of westbound 270 on the north outer belt after 315. Police are on scene there causing about a five-minute delay. Traffic's going to be stop and go from 23. 
This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Serve those who serve. Join the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and make a difference in rural veterans' health care. Apply now for rewarding careers in Chillicothe. Visit vacareers.va.gov. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of Buckeye Roundtable, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my ace shots. Timmy and I both <laughs> One got at least. testosterone shot, shots, shot, 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 It's kicking in, huh? In our aces today. Yeah. In two separate rooms, but I wanted it to be in the same room. Oh, man. I said, why can't we save time? I got nothing to hide. Like we're in the army or something. Why not? Who Great cares? Great together. Yeah. That's what like was your a, number? Oh, you want to know my number? I want to know your testosterone oh, number. Oh, boy. We're just airing it out. You first. 407. Oh, I beat you. I was like 427. You're a younger man. Yeah. Yep. It would be Fetching, great. dashing. I would have liked it if you said 407 and Timmy's like uh, 12. What? <laughs> like, hang <laughs> two, on. Two. We're looking at the same I, numbers? I did, I did like. What happened? <laughs> like, what? Please let us know. I don't know whose voice I'm doing now. Yeah, go ahead. Please let us know if your nipples become too sensitive. Yes, the nipple mm. sensitivity. Yep. How will I know? I guess if you put on a shirt, and it I mean, like, starts to chafe. Like, well, how do they feel now? I mean, I'm lactating now. Do you have any nipple sensitivity currently, or either of you experienced anything where you're like, "Ooh, that 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 hurts"? That's no, no well, fun. I mean, I guess it all depends, Bone. No, I'm saying depends day to on day. How you treat you me. Do you walk around? <laughs> I think what it's saying is if you're walking around going, I'm chafing, this is not good, then that would be some nipple sensitivity. That's not normal. How do we know we're not going to like it, though? That's if like we nip- have that's, nipple sensitivity. That's what you just described is nipple irritation, not that's sensitivity. True. That is true. Yes, chafing but, of but the nipples is different than irritated. if it just goes, ooh, like that's cold, you know? Yes, but if you have a higher sensitivity, they're more likely to get chafed. That's the point. Okay. It would bug you. Is but if, what Timmy is saying, maybe we enjoy it. Well, then you can enjoy it Maybe we it get sardines, want. rub it on the nips, and invite the neighborhood kittens over right ahead. I've never understood that. So that's a real thing with runners, right? The uh-huh. nipple chafing. Oh, and- yeah. Sometimes you bleed. Why? Oh, yeah. How can you, there not be a certain sw- type of material that can negate any and all of that? Well, there is. You have to get, like, skin tight. So that's why you see runners who are, like, hmm. marathoners. They'll wear a lot of so that there's no rubbing. stuff. Yeah, because when you sweat, you're getting the the clothing wet, and no, then I it, get that. Yeah. Then it jiggles up and down on you all for like thousands and thousands of steps. So thousands of repetitious little wet clothing on you can chafe anything. It's not just yeah, yeah. for what it's worth. Chafing happens all over the place yeah. for runners. Yes, it's not just chafe anything with nipples. Yeah, <laughs> you can chafe anything with balls. Right, well, you got to get the body glide. You got to get some some lube on there. Uh, got to get it all lubed up. That's the that's the only chafing I've ever experienced is down there. I've never had. And I've played basketball my whole life, and yeah, I've I jogged never, a lot. But I never had it never playing had basketball. Any of the up top stuff. I've never had it playing basketball. I just went two hours yesterday. No problems. Huh. But I've nice gone on like brag. no, but I'm go, I've gone on like a forty minute run. Come back and been like, and the crazy thing is. I've had it happen where I will feel fine, get in the shower, and then as soon as the oh, water hits, oh, I, yeah. ah, 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 what ah, happened? Whoa! Like, I didn't know anything had happened. And then it's, it was a hot tub instead. See how that works. <laughs> yeah, that sure. steamy bromine. With oh, yeah. Oh. With, with keels. That would be too hot. Hot tub. Hot tub. There you go. Uh, what's coming up on the show? 
Big show, weekly guest, Kevin McGuff, as the women's basketball team continues to roll. He's at 648 tonight. We'll talk to Ron Stokes. We'll do some winning time. He's at 620. Uh, every other week, we we bounce back and forth with our members of the broadcast team. We'll get some thoughts from Chris Holtman from the press conference and the radio show today as the men get ready to play Indiana tomorrow to try to stop the four-game losing streak. Buckeye Roundtable, if you're asking, what's the difference between the Buckeye Show and Buckeye Roundtable? Not much. I'd say there's right? quite a bit. There is? I'd say there's quite a bit. What's the difference? It's tone. Attitude. Oh, because you're more professional. Yeah. Because this is going out statewide. Mm. This is a this is a buttoned up version. And this is me with a lot of guests where you're not really getting that. The Buckeye show's more I don't know. It's just more loose. <laughs> yep. More loose. <laughs> Good. <laughs> The back, page. the back Page with Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, in California right now, they are having epic amounts of rain and flooding. I don't know if you followed this story, but uh, according to CNN, over 11 million people in California are at high risk of life-threatening flooding with parts of the Los Angeles area forecast to receive Close to half of a year's worth of rain for that area by Tuesday. Nice. Again, oh, reservoirs will be full. Half a year's worth of rain in like a couple days. Now they've had to cancel certain things. The NASCAR race that was in the Coliseum that was supposed to be run last night, they actually bumped that back to Saturday because the weather was better and they knew it would get rained out. Uh, meanwhile, the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am uh, apparently, fourth that, round was canceled. That was all canceled because of strong winds and rain as well. So, yeah, the weather impacting some things there. Be safe if you're listening to us online in California. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, I don't know, fingers crossed. Hopefully you don't get involved in it because that sounds awful. The flash flooding when it's been dry and you get all this rain, it's no good. Uh, Dan Orlovsky is mad at his uh, co-host on ESPN and longtime radio host, Mad Dog Chris Russo. I'll have to tell you about that later, I guess, because we're yeah, probably we out of time. Come on. Enough right. of that. Sorry about that. Uh, Buckeye Roundtable is next. Our sensitive nipples will be back tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You can expect a five-minute slowdown on westbound 161 between Johnstown Road and Hamilton Road. And, of course, it's slow downtown on westbound 70 between 4th Street and the 71 West Split. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print Big Sale means the more you print, the more you save. Get $20 off your print purchase of 100 or more, 50 off your print purchase of 200 or more, and 100 off your print purchase of 300 or more. Ends 210-24. See staples.com slash print for details. Print more, save more at Staples. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSF. FM, HD1 Columbus.